0: They say white guys start podcasts in their parents' basement. Yes. Today is the epitome of that. We um, just didn't
1: start it here, but it yeah, ended but, up here. It, it was but, inevitable.
0: Yeah, we're in my basement, sadly, but we have the best setup yet. Um, we've got some new audio equipment, so bear with us if we have a few technical if difficulties. If we get hacked. No, if we yeah, get hacked.
2: Yeah, which we already were. Right, we already yeah.
0: were hacked. Someone came in and stole my show sheet about 10 seconds ago, so we had to but have... we think we are all set to go. Um, yeah. We've got a good show for you today. Great. We've got... Colin Jordan is back for back. as a, as an official guest this week.
2: You know, glad to be back. Always fun to be on here. I'm enjoying the WWE highlights we're playing in the background of this. 50 yeah. minutes
1: straight. Of yeah, I think I've got WWE
2: the best. Highlights I in kind of background. set myself
0: up the best seat in the house. I've got double lava lamps on each side of the TV and WWE yeah. highlights right in the middle. Right. So let's get right into our NFL takeaways. Our categories. Um, we've we've each got three this week mm-hmm. as usual, but we're gonna go back to alternating them. Yes. So, I'm going to say, Parker, you go first today.
1: Ooh, interesting. I feel like I don't go first very often. Yeah, I feel like normally you get to
0: go right in the middle, you know? Yeah, I like this. You get to ease into it. It's
1: funny because this is actually my worst one that I've ever done. (laughs) Probably. So, my first one, obviously, I just said Quan Alexander. Goes from the 49ers, who kind of became sellers unintentionally this past weekend. They played the Seahawks, obviously were overmatched. They lose Jimmy G for the season. They lose George Kittle for most likely the season as well. So it's going to be a lot of Nick Mullins, a lot of backup running backs. They're just very injured. They're in a very tough division. So it was kind of a good idea for them to get off a linebacker. Now, I don't understand trade value anymore.
0: I don't get it. Yeah, I don't think it's a thing.
1: So Quan Alexander is a phenomenal linebacker that can make any team from great to Super Bowl contender. And he goes for Kiko Alonso, who, I mean, look, a, a solid linebacker, but not maybe half of his value, and then a fifth. Mm-hmm. Fifth round picks, I mean.
0: Me and Colin were talking earlier. Um, Kiko Alonso has been traded, I think, every year he's been in the league.
1: It at least seems like it, Cause that's where, for sure.
0: Because where did he go? Where did he start, Bill? So he started on Buffalo
3: I'm
2: actually just going to... He was a Dolphin. He was a Dolphin. I know he got traded to the Dolphins. And he's on the Saints, and now he's on... And now now he's on the 49ers. He started in Buffalo, played two years there, went one year at Philly. Oh, yeah. And then he went to Miami for three... New Orleans this year, and then now the 49 That Philly start year
1: starting. is always what I forget about.
2: Yeah, so I, I do like the
0: trade, though. I mean, it's not a good value for a trade, but, it's, but a big ad. it's a
1: big name. It's a big name moving to a team that definitely wants to get better. I do love Quan Alexander and Demario Davis. We talked about our linebacker list earlier in the year, obviously, yeah. and Demario Davis yeah. was a big part of it. Those two in the middle, I mean, they can do just about anything together. So yeah. I really like that addition for the Saints in a very winnable division. Now, obviously, we're a pro Panthers podcast. We love Teddy Tripod. We're pro silver, white, and powder blue, light blue, whatever it is. Uh, so I just think it's a good trade overall.
0: Mm-hmm. Colin, you want to hit two? You want to hit yours? Second. Yeah. He's first. So this is yeah, you're first, first, is actually, first. Okay. So, Second, Second overall. Second overall. I kind I of guess.
2: did something similar to Parker, but my takeaways are things teams need before the deadline, and I kind of picked three teams that I thought desperately need something. And I like obviously them. the first one I'm going to address is my team, the Packers. They need a receiver. Dude. Devontae right. Adams, like, as great as he is, like we saw yesterday. And he's great. We saw yesterday towards, like, the second half, they started covering him, and the offense just wasn't able to have as much success as it did in the first uh, half. True. And I also think they need a linebacker that's not afraid to tackle because we are, like, the worst tackling team in football. Quan
0: Alexander would have been fun. Yeah. yeah, and I will
1: say, Kamal Martin, he's young, and I think he could be solid.
2: Going to be out a couple weeks, I think. Oh yeah. COVID.
1: I, yeah, I did see he was Oh, he of, was on the COVID list Yeah, too? I yeah. yeah, he was Thanks a part of it. Him and Jamal okay. Williams, I think were um, both we a part of that.
0: Back. What receivers do you think we could get cuz there was a guy at the country club this weekend talking all about Julio Jones and I'm like I, I did I, just re- don't I think... referenced that earlier. Yeah, and I remember you I remember that was one of your outlandish trades that you yeah. uh wanted to do. I
1: think it. Atlanta likes him too much. Mm-hmm.
0: I think Atlanta I think still thinks they have another chance. Yeah. I still think Atlanta thinks they have time left on the clock. Yeah. Cuz
1: because they went on a winning streak last year that almost got them in. So I think they they believe they can do something like that again.
0: Yeah. What about Will Fuller? I've seen his name thrown around. I I think he's one of the guys Texans are going to hold on to too. Yeah. Um, I think so.
1: I think I think they would rather move like Kenny Stills or Brandon Cooks again. Another Brandon Cooks move.
2: I would be more than fine with Kenny Stills. Yeah. At this either point. of them would be. Honestly, huge. I'd take either one of those two over Will Fuller because. Every time Will Fuller, he gets hurt, like, six to eight, like, weeks, games, he's out. That's
1: true, and this is the last year of his deal. Yeah. So, so. you know, like, if he got hurt, you're, immediately your value's completely gone, Yeah. basically.
0: Yeah, you're right. Um, so, my takeaways this week, I had three early season narratives that have been completely destroyed. Ooh, interesting. Um, My first one is, early on in the year, I feel like everyone was saying... Bill was obviously the reason for the Patriots' success. Well, that's been something as a Patriots fan. That's been something I've been hearing. Yeah, but I feel like after after the first two games, like I know I was saying Cam MVP. I remember saying that on this podcast. Right. Um. And Tom wasn't playing well. Well, the tides have turned. Right. Yeah. The Pats are what now? Two and five. Yeah. What are the Patriots? 5-2, 6-1. 5-2, 6-1. and, two, six well, and
2: one. Buccaneers. The Buccaneers. My bad. The no, Buccaneers. My bad. 6-2. My bad. 6-2? Yeah. yeah, shout out to Barely Collins beat the For it. a late cover. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: We don't need to talk about that at all. Well, but yeah. I did I, Giants plus 13. I just so. think
0: that whole narrative completely turned on its head. And everyone who thought Bill was the reason is now saying Tom's the reason. And yeah. I think it could switch back out of nowhere. Right.
2: Like, at any, at it any moment. It could in the playoffs. Like, Belichick's, like, defensive mind and just... Mind in general is far superior to. You
0: think the uh, Aryans? Is that you saying you think the Pats are going to make the playoffs? No, no, no. I'm saying oh, like okay for. Brady. If the
2: Buccaneers make the playoffs, okay, like, he's going to miss Bill. Yeah, you're well, right.
1: That is true. That that could be true.
2: Although this defense is pretty good, even though I've ragged on Yeah, in the
1: it's past. very. I think it's very situational. Like if I think if the Buccaneers get a lead, they're very good because I think then they can take some risks, bring some pressure on the quarterback. But like we saw today, when they're just sitting back in coverage. Danny Dimes was picking him apart at some points. <laughs> at some points he was picking him apart. Enough to make it a game, which is all that matters.
0: Yeah, plus he gets uh, Antonio Brown next week. True. Yeah. Very true. And Chris Godwin's back next and,
1: week. by the way, that take in general is extreme because any level-headed sports fan knows that Belichick and Brady pretty much equally yeah. led to the Patriots. That's why they won six, mm-hmm. you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Park, you're up with your second one.
1: So, my second one uh, is the only other trade that happened today. <laughs> seeing as I thought there would be a lot more, there was only two. Desmond King, who is started as a corner for the Chargers, moved to safety this year for the Chargers, uh, seeing that they lost Adrian Phillips to the Patriots, actually. So they lost Derwin James for the year, and that's why uh, moving Desmond King a very versatile defense defensive player, defensive back around can make him very valuable for other teams and here's where it gets weird for me this trade he went to the titans for a sixth round pick do you guys do, does anyone understand that am i missing something we're right
0: back to value here
1: we're, we're back to the value conversation because now listen i understand any good organization can make any pick good tom brady antonio brown 6th round picks mm-hmm. and they're about to dominate the league for the next couple weeks the fact that Desmond King, a guy who is going to completely change a Titans defense, a team that is a contender, it, that just doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense at all. Pro football focus, an interesting stat I saw today. Of the last three years, he's the best defensive back graded. The best really? defensive back graded, Not Desmond that. King.
0: That's kind of crazy. His former rookie all
1: pro. and a former All-Pro, he's 25 years old. And you, and he's going for a six-round pick. Now, I understand... He's, his contract is probably going to be up soon, so he'll have to be paid. But regardless, a sixth-round pick for that value? I mean, what is the rest of the league doing? You have to look your GM in the eyes if someone's available and be like, what are you doing
0: wrong? I like don't – I point. just don't – I'm starting to wonder if GMs call more than one team.
1: I don't think so. Because – I think, think they think, call their friends. I
0: think what happens is they tell Honestly. us – I think what happens is they tell a reporter, oh, yeah, this guy's on the market. Yeah. Completely – destroying their trade value because everyone knows you want him or everyone knows you want to get rid of him right and then what happens is the first phone call they get they're like we have to pounce on this because otherwise other people are going to come in and lowball us and then that team's not even going to give us that much when it's the exact opposite is how you fucking build competition and actually get rid of players and get good compensation for them
1: yeah and if you want to if you want to pitch me that the chargers have a lot of people to pay you know bosa ingram Derwin, all these people are get if they're not already paid a lot, they're gonna get paid a lot long term. Herbert,
2: yeah, you won't get paid. Kenneth Murray, three four years. But but these are all people. Yeah. Like
1: I, if you want to, I'm not saying that this makes sense. But like, if you're if that GM wants to spin me, we have to pay all these people. He had to go. We have a good enough secondary. Okay, whatever. But a sixth round pick. That's basically meaningless, kind of like for especially for what the receivers go for nowadays. And my next point will actually make this point even better, but we'll move on to you, Colin.
2: You're not going to say
1: your point? All right. oh, no, I, well, no, no, because it's it's my last category. I
0: have no, one thing to say. add into yours. Um, there's not one team out there that you could have called and they would have been like, yeah, we'll give you a fifth round pick. Or yeah, we'll give you a fourth round like, pick. Couldn't
1: the Packers have used Desmond King?
0: I would have liked I mean, him. I wouldn't have hated him. He's right? very versatile. I mean, I would have liked a new kick returner.
2: I I don't. I'm not a big fan he, of Darius Shepherd back there. And yeah.
1: he can play anywhere.
2: He like we just Swervin said. Swervin Tyler Ir- Irvin's not. Swervin returner.
0: Tyler Irvin. Uh, Shepherd I know is at least doing punts. Mm. I don't know. If, really I think up. I think Swervin might be doing kicks. So
1: anyway, basically that's the theme of mine is that I don't understand value today in the NFL. No, it mm-hmm.
2: makes me think I could be an NFL GM. Oh, absolutely. We wouldn't have any picks.
1: Absolutely, we could. By the way, side note, you know the Saints, their cap hit for next year is like two hundred forty million. Oh yeah. And the cap ceiling is one hundred seventy five million. Oof. So how does that? You can't tell me you're in cap hell when cap the Hall Saints. Cap doesn't are, exist in the NFL. No, mm-hmm. it does not. If you're smart.
0: Really, in any sport at this point, cap the caps barely matter. That's true. That's very true. Okay, like if you, Colin. If you want to get three stars together in any league, you can do it. Yeah. Obviously,
1: football well, just
2: has to be willing to pay, like, the luxury. The guys, Okay, yeah.
1: the I mean, NBA, you can't say. Like, yeah, NBA's a little tougher. Not any team. Mm-hmm. NBA's a little tougher. Anyway.
2: All right, Colin, you go. So my second team that I think should be uh, buying at the deadline is the Las Vegas Raiders. I
1: love um, that, Colin. They need another
2: wide receiver, to be honest, because Aguilar, Renfro, and Ruggs won't cut it. Yeah, Darren Waller's great, but I don't think he's good enough where you feel comfortable him being, like, your number one option, like True. a or a Kittle. Mm-hmm. I'd look for them to maybe go after Julio. I've been very vocal about getting Julio out of the Atlanta Falcons organization because I hate Matt Ryan with a passion, and I just want to see Julio succeed with someone else. Okay.
0: I disagree with them going for a receiver, at least the Raiders. I think they need defense. So you can stick with Josh Jacobs running the ball every single play and Derek Carr being a game manager, and I think that'll do enough for them. Yeah, their offense works. But if they can sure up their defense, I think they have a shot at making a little bit of a run.
1: And, by the way, we just pointed out that you can get a phenomenal safety slash corner for a sixth-round Yeah, pick and genre. I'm sure,
0: dude, I'm sure there's some teams around the league just looking to there's give up their be. star players for sixth-round I games. mean, look
1: at the rant, or I'm sorry, look at the Jaguars. They just dealed out their defense. I'm going to hit my
0: second takeaway now. You're very I'm rattled. so rattled <laughs> by this audio. For anyone out there, right now we are in the midst of an audio crisis. Audio like, hell. My audio computer just us. hates me. It's this new equipment. But I'm going to... We're going to push through it. Here's my second uh, early season narrative that has been completely destroyed. Yeah. And it is that the Dolphins are tanking.
1: Well, okay. Because okay. they're
0: winning games. Um, Tua, I don't know how they like won that game. Tua only had 93 yards and a touchdown, but their defense just looked Turnovers absolutely phenomenal. Jared, God, yeah. yeah, the Rams decided to just throw down a shitter. The Rams and all had, of a sudden. The Rams the, had 20 more first downs then.
1: The Dolphins. By the are way. you kidding 20. me? Twenty. Oh my God. That has nothing to do with me betting on
0: the Rams. Nothing. And all of a sudden, yeah, your Miami Dolphins
2: are four and three. <laughs> I know. How? Know. What are they in the division? I don't know. Well, if they're, they're second.
0: Second, second. They're second
1: in the division because the crazy. Jets are scraping the bottom of the barrel. And the Patriots. We're near stink. that, mm-hmm. and
0: Bills are in the lead. That's sad I, for you guys. I don't have much on the Dolphins. Um, I just wanted to throw out that they are not taking yeah, this I, year. Yeah,
1: I will say I don't know they if don't I.
0: Yeah, yeah don't I don't have know to. if have I
1: agree with you saying that that was a narrative because we I'd saw last so. year, we saw last year that they were actually actually tanking and they still won like five games.
0: But that's cuz of FitzPatrick, I guess. Yeah. I think that was all FitzPatrick. But
1: like Brian Flores had them showing up a lot. So I don't think Brian Flores okay. believes in full-on yeah, tanking. I don't
2: think he wants to tank just cuz they have the Texans first round pick this year so they can kind of just finish wherever and they'll still that. Gosh, do that's 10 so pick. smart. Yeah, you're right. It's so smart of them.
1: Uh, So my third, again, I told you I came into this day thinking there would be so many trades for me to choose from, and I could just pick and choose which one I thought would be the most valuable for who, but instead there was only two trades. So I had to talk about something that's really been on my mind lately, (laughs) and it has to do with the trade deadline. Last year, the New England Patriots traded a second round pick for Mohamed Sanu. <laughs> he didn't do shit for
0: us. So value, the, value still broken. Didn't
1: do shit for us, by the way. And you know what he did today? What he did. Danny, do you know what Mohamed Sanu did today?
0: I don't know what he did today. What did he do? You
1: weren't following Mohamed Sanu's actions?
0: No, I wasn't.
1: Oh, he tried out for the Lions today. <laughs> so a year ago, a year ago, we traded a second round pick for this guy who's horrible. Then today oh I God. see on my timeline he's just trying out places. For the Lions of all For the Lions. And he's trying out. They didn't just sign him. He
0: has to try out. They didn't sign him to the practice squad. Right.
1: No, he has to try out. So that is why value means absolutely nothing to me. Desmond King goes for a sixth. We trade for Sanu for a second last (laughs) year. And now he's trying out. I don't trust anything in the NFL anymore. <laughs> any deals. I'm done with deals for in the NFL. We
0: still need to be GMs. Um, I'm done with trying to predict. Really? It's we can just take over dangerous. any team. That
1: really <laughs>
2: grinds my <laughs> gears. I'm I'll sorry. tell you that.
0: I'm sorry about that. Yeah, you know. It happens. Colin, you go with two. Or three. So God! Third. God. He's his game.
2: Holy cow. Ah. Really into his head Holy cow. Right so another team that I think needs to make a deal for the deadline tomorrow is the Cleveland Browns. They just lost Odell for the season. That's fun. I like so this a lot. I think they need to get some yeah. sort of wide receiver to replace him. Just I don't think Jarvis Landry's capable of being your number one guy anymore. Yeah. I don't know if it needs to be at the receiver position just because they have such a good offense. Or they like do have such t- a good run two game. Two solid tight yeah, ends. Yeah, and they mm-hmm. have
0: nice tight ends. and Their receiving core still isn't terrible, even, if, even as Jarvis has the one. And um,
1: uh, I'm, I think you missed Rashard Higgins saying that Baker Mayfield is like a brother to him.
0: What's the guy from Michigan's name? Donovan Peoples-Jones. Donovan Peoples-Jones. Yeah, he's pretty good. He caught Dude, that one touchdown. Yeah.
1: yeah, I think... Um, I don't know if he's pretty good, though. I think... Okay. <laughs> well, we there wouldn't hurt. I do think they need that's to true. trade for
0: a new quarterback, but we'll get into we'll that, get that later. To that. <laughs> we'll get yeah. into that later.
1: That's a, long, that's a story for a much
0: different day. Um, My third takeaway... Yay! Slash you got early, it right! Slash early narrative that has been completely destroyed... Um, and you guys are probably gonna say the same thing I just said to the Dolphins, but that the Vikings are bad. I don't think okay. the Vikings are that terrible. I mean they still Oh have... so
1: you're saying the yeah. narrative was bad. The narrative they were was bad, that the Vikings are bad after the first terrible. few weeks. That's interesting. Yeah.
0: They're horrible. Shut yeah. Up. I'm really just con- really just all sad about them losing the pa- or beating the Packers so bad. Right. But Dalvin Cook is unbelievable. Dude, when he runs, like he's just Always going straight, always finding a hole, always yeah. diving forward for an extra four yards. It's stupid impressive. They have great receiver, well, a great receiver. Um, no, they have two. They have an up and coming. Yeah, yeah. Justin yeah. Jefferson's pretty damn good.
2: Yeah, he's pretty Brooks damn. It's not a terrible like tight. End. Yeah, honestly.
1: He's young, Olabisi Johnson. It's
2: their defense stinks. <laughs> their defense that, like, stinks. I, their See, defense stinks. I won't horrible,
0: lie. So. Their it, I mean, if
1: they had Daniel Hunter and Yannick. Before they dealt him to the Ravens, that would be pretty scary. But obviously, that didn't work out.
0: Yeah. So now they're sitting at what two and six?
1: I believe. So. Yeah, I
0: think that's right. Something I think like they were that. one and six one in the week. Um,
1: Wait, can I actually? They have no
0: chance of the division, but maybe they sneak in. Can I <laughs> extend
1: off that take real quick? Yeah. So during the Packer game, the announcer said that Dalvin Cook is quote unquote fun to watch. Now, I'll I'll say this: he's a top five running back in football. Mm-hmm. But is he, like, fun, fun to I watch? I think he's fun to watch. I don't think he's fun to watch. I think it's a lot of runs for seven yards where he runs over a safety. And, I think but, that's fun. But he doesn't – you don't get, like, the 60-yard run out of him that you get, like, from a Saquon Barkley. And I'm not saying you don't get a 60-yard touchdown out of him, but it doesn't look as cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And maybe that's because I'm comparing him to, like, the Barkley-Z Kamara. McCaffrey
0: field, but yeah, that's the level it's a tough he's field at. To be in. He's just not Although, as exciting. As a Zeke owner, I'm concerned.
1: Right, but like old washed. Zeke would yeah. have cool. Old Zeke did have cool highlights. Not
0: washed. It's just proving how good Dak is, and I'm a big fan. And their of that. old line. Yeah, how good it was? Okay, so are we good with our NFL takeaways? Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna <laughs> move forward to games we're looking forward to in week eight or week nine,
1: and our picks against the spread.
0: Yeah, and so we're gonna turn this into just instead of. Oh, this is a game we like. We're gonna make a pick against the spread. Um,
1: we're adding some of our betting knowledge into yeah. this. We felt Which
0: like we're pretty good at. Well, <laughs> we're we're okay I'm at, hot. but we have. Colin is hot. Um, I'm ice so, cold. After so I'll tonight. go first. I'll go first this week. <laughs> okay. Um, or my game I'm looking forward to is Falcons versus Broncos. Yeah. They've got Falcons as a. What a, a horrid game. Yeah, I know. I know. Look <laughs> at this. Got, this is our
1: first pick. Is Falcons-Broncos, Danny? <laughs> oh, got, my God. Okay. They've got Falcons Sell as
0: four-point favorites, which is bullshit, first of all. Because the, the Broncos is it in, are back. I think it's in it's Atlanta. It's in Atlanta, okay. which I think only helps the Broncos, really. Because okay. what you're going to get is the Falcons are going to be up big at the end, and then Arthur Blank's going to come down and ruin it for them right, right at the end. She
1: needs to. Um, they need to lock him in. his.
0: Drew small. Locke is more confident than he's ever been. Fair. Following a game he's wedding, always touchdown. Confident. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's a cocky kid. That's for sure. Um, and yeah, I just think the Broncos end up getting it done, and especially by a field. Like if they lose by a field goal, that's fine. I don't yeah. think it comes. Down, I don't think the Falcons will win by more than four. They both
1: play close games, so you know that will be a sweat, regardless. It will but.
2: be a sweat. It'll be a big sweat. But like I don't have that. Sauna i be <laughs> taking Broncos money line in that game. Ooh, line. sprinkle. Yeah, I've, uh, I've had my Broncos agendas all year. They've kind of gotten screwed. Someone jinxed them. And nah, that was Some amazing. of their best players have gone down due to injury, but they look. They came back against the Chargers, and Atlanta's known for blowing leads. So if they get down, I'm not counting the Broncos. Anymore. And all
0: of a sudden, the Broncos
2: are three and four. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I know. A so lot of injuries all the stuff they've
2: had happen.
0: Which I don't like to say that I was right all along, but
1: so. <laughs> you might have just doubled down you on your jinx. You the agendas. You should, yeah, you should have just stayed quiet at this stage. But hey, whatever. Double down. I, not, was throw, I was actually. I'm not part of this. I was
0: actually going to throw this into my early season narratives that have been completely destroyed. That narrative being that I jinxed the Broncos. Oh, so you're okay. So you <laughs>
1: are all in on you, your jinx being destroyed. Okay. Yeah,
0: my jinx is gone. Uh, um. Okay, Park, you're
1: up. Okay.
0: Oh boy, I have a couple here. I
1: think I'm going to go with the Cardinals, minus 4.5, hosting the Miami Dolphins.
0: Oh, that should be easy, right? The
1: Dolphins are coming off an unprecedented victory. Tua it feels like a
0: trap game for the Dolphins.
1: Tua did not throw for 100 yards. I was say
0: the exact opposite. Oh. A trap game for
1: the Cardinals, you Do think? You
0: think it's a trap game for the Cardinals? The mm-hmm. Dolphins are hot. Here's That's my, why it's a trap game for the Dolphins.
2: Cardinals are a better team
0: doesn't matter. Here, trap here's work.
1: my take on it: <laughs> is a r- Rookie quarterbacks rarely win their first start, especially with the performance Tua had not throwing for <laughs> 100 yards. And like I said, 20 more first downs by the Rams. The defense caused a lot of turnovers. Now, the Cardinals will turn the ball over, but they're also going to score regardless. Mm-hmm. I think at home this is a humbling experience. This is a humble game. That's what I'll call it. This is like a Tua that. and the Dolphins get humble game. I do agree they'll be fine long term, but I'll take the cards with four and a half here. I think they win by a touchdown or six.
0: Okay, that's fun. Um, I'm going to agree with the Cardinals bet at minus minus four, correct? Four and a half. Four and, four a, half. and a half. What's the difference, really? What's the difference? Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you say
1: that now. Yeah, I, I
0: think Kyler's going I, <laughs> I to come in and show him what it's like to be a sophomore.
1: Yeah. See, okay. that's that's kind of the vibe I'm getting. Like. Oh, you're the big shot this year? No, I'm I'm still the big shot, young guy. That exists in this di- in this conference. <laughs> okay. D- different conference.
2: All right, Colin, <laughs> anyway. hit us. So, the game I've been looking at actually cuz I just pulled up the ESPN and their lines, the over under in the Packers Niners game is 50 and a half right now.
1: Interesting. And
2: I just think that with Jimmy G Kittle being out, like there's no way the Niners are going to be putting up more than like 15 points and the Packers they always struggle against the Niners for whatever reason they're in Aaron Rodgers head Kyle Shanahan yeah, knows right. LaFleur yeah.
1: he knows him
2: I just think it's going to be like the over is not going to happen Packers will still win that game by like double digit points but you said 15 and a half yeah
1: yeah I, I, I like that I 15 like that and a half, half
2: is pretty high like that's assuming
1: we're talking both teams over 20 Packers are going to be yeah.
2: missing all three of their running backs unless Aaron Jones gets cleared I think Aaron Jones Thursday. will be cleared
0: Hey, that's a hot take. I
1: don't know. And a third. Don't Thursday. let Swervin
0: start at running back this week. Don't let us get a little passive. I like that. The I
1: like that a lot. Which are we is done with maybe our, why I shouldn't take it? Are we less. done with our
0: games this week?
1: Uh, well, were we gonna do two or?
0: Oh, I only had one written down, but I can get a second one ready right away. Can, okay.
1: Well, I can just give one. Can I just give one more? We yeah, go, have for have go for it. Go for it. Baltimore's minus three going to Indianapolis. This <laughs> week. They just lost at home to division rival Pittsburgh Steelers. It came down to the very end. And this has become one of those classic weeks that I feel like is going to happen a lot in Lamar's career until he wins a Super Bowl, probably, where after a loss, people question if he can perform against the really great elite of the NFL. And the the Ravens, we've known they beat up on lesser teams. Mm -hmm. The Colts just aren't as good of a team, I don't think. And we're talking Phillip Rivers. He's known to throw the occasional turnover or two
0: this the, the Ravens defense is gonna eat him alive right
1: now they don't they won't have Marlon Humphrey who just tested positive for COVID doesn't matter but they're gonna get to the but it really doesn't even him. matter line is
2: elite as fuck.
1: Philip Rivers throws from his hip and Clayus Campbell's 6-9 <laughs>
2: all he has to do is get out of
1: his stance and he's gonna deflect every pass that's thrown yeah. to his side
2: of the field
0: I'll
1: take minus three and I'll sleep through the game
0: Colin do you have one more I know you, I, I thought I heard something over there. Oh, uh, no, just looking at
1: it. I have one more.
0: Okay. I have, one, okay. <laughs> I don't, I don't I have one last one. Park carried the whole second segment. I thing. have one second last segment. one.
1: Vegas plus one and a half against the Chargers. The Chargers had that game wrapped up. They were probably already thinking about next week. It was a 16-point lead, I want to say, they had this week. It might mm-hmm. have been even more. Yeah. Vegas is just a better team. They're better coached, obviously, or else the Chargers wouldn't be blowing these leads. I think that they just run the ball all over the Chargers and just play play classic John Gruden, Derek Carr football, which is just not beat themselves. I've
0: got a big disagreement coming for you here. Okay, let me hear um, it. I think Herbert's just been, he should be winning more games than he has, and Anthony Lynn well, just yeah. continues to blow games, and I know I'm going against everything that the Chargers stand for by saying this, but I think they're going to show up.
1: I love now I love my pick even more. <laughs> now I, I love because you he always everyone always thinks
0: that. Herbert's just been playing so well and like you have to win some games, right? But their defense
2: has been playing well and Bosa might be out this week.
1: I
0: don't
2: care.
1: What this comes down to. I don't to, care.
2: Herbert's going to put up 35 on the Raiders.
1: What this comes the down, down to. Might put up
2: 42. To win <laughs> yeah. Hit that over.
1: <laughs> this comes down to consistency versus inconsistency and I'll roll with the consistent team. So those are my three for the week. <laughs> okay.
0: okay, so now we are going to move on to, we're going to get into the NBA. Um, yes. We're going to start with, this week, a lot of the NBA City jerseys have started to leak out. Yes, um, a lot. So we're each going to give a jersey that we do like and a jersey that we don't like, and we'll kind of turn that into a springboard about those teams. Right, yeah. Um, I'm going to start off. Go ahead. My f- my jersey that I love, I love. Okay. Okay is the San Antonio Spurs City jerseys. They're beautiful. Mm-hmm. They've got the pink, orange, and blue striped line going across, just like the old Fiesta jerseys. Well,
1: we'll we should probably tweet out the pictures yeah, of the jerseys will. and say kind of the people's um, thoughts so they know what
0: I really. are don't like how the Spurs are gonna look this year. Yeah. Because I think Derozan's gonna be out of there. Podel's gonna be out of there. Aldridge. The they're big just big gonna big. be sitting with Aldridge scoring twenty three a game and getting eight boards. A
1: lot of Murray, a lot of Lonnie Walker. I love,
0: I love Murray and I love Walker. I, think, I yeah. just don't think, I think they're think winning. Is gonna be good. Yeah, I, just don't I think love Lonnie Walker. Win. I I watched a dunk compilation of him the other day. Of Lonnie it was Walker. Fun. Uh, He's uh, so that's fun. fun. He jumps very high. Um <laughs> The jersey I don't like this year, okay, and the team actually I don't like this year too, is the Toronto Raptors. Oh, interesting. They've okay. been going with that black and gold OVO yes, city yes. jerseys for yes. too long now. I was thinking the I'm exact same not thing. I'm just not when a big fan it. of it anymore, especially because they don't even have like the arrows on it anymore, like the you know the yes. ones that represent like pointing north or whatever. Loved it. They're just a plain black and gold jersey, and I'm not messing with it this year. I think they need to move past it. Keep Drake on the sidelines, but get him out of the jersey concepts. Maybe bring him back in five years and chill on really the OVO. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just chill on the OVO. Um, other than that, Raptors, they're gonna lose. They're gonna lose Lowry probably.
1: We'll talk about free agency a little later. Yeah. So maybe okay, yeah, we, you're right. we'll get you're into right, that right, there. You're right, you're but right. regardless, are they good enough to get over the? To- I mean, are they good enough to get over the top of like the Heat, for example? Even I don't think that's the case. So, mm-hmm. and I and they're gonna lose
0: some
2: people. It'll be interesting.
0: Okay, so I think that brings us to Colin.
2: So the jersey I love is uh, Portland's jersey this year. Mm-hmm. yeah, They yeah. Uh, shied away from the Rip City, and they actually just went with the whole state of Oregon, which I just think is a nice little spin on I it. Like they that. got the black with the red trimming, and they got some blue and orange, it looks like, going along the sides. And I just think all of Portland's jerseys in general, they're like good color schemes, and mm-hmm. Damien Lillard in that jersey dropping 40. Yeah, Hitting like five threes from the logo is going to be... I nasty. thought it was one of
0: the more unique jerseys I've seen in NBA history, actually. Yeah. Um, The brown with like the mountain line. Is it a line? Like yeah, the it's skyline like going the down skyline it? of a mountain. Yeah, in the Oregon colors, I'd, I'd presume. I don't know the Oregon State colors, but I'm, I'm assuming that's it. Greeny the brown, there's just not many brown jerseys, and I really liked it. Yeah. Um, Dame,
1: L- Dame Lillard will make any jersey look cool. Yeah, that's but true. But that is a cool uniform regard. This. That's true, uh, Colin. Your
2: second. So one, though. the jersey I didn't like, which it's kind of like it. Some people like it, some people hate it. Is the Brooklyn's jersey? I hate it. It literally just looks like I they let that. they had Kyrie describe what he's thinking okay. and draw it out. I'm, I'm no,
0: I'm 100 with kind like of I'm, I'm not just, throwing sl- that. Yes, like that slander is slander
2: at Kyrie. That is Basketball that is wise, slander. I'm just throwing like. Here's here's what I think happened. Here's what, what I thinking. think happened
0: last summer when the Nets That's signed an KD and Kyrie Irving. I think they said, "Well, hey, if you guys want to come here, we'll give you creative control over the jerseys a little bit, at least a little bit, or mm-hmm. we'll let you work with our designers, you know, have right. some fun with it." And Kyrie just picked up a crayon and drew on he first he colored it in all black yeah. and then he just like erased parts and drew in with the colors, I making it even both. worse.
1: That, hey, that's you, so Park. slanderous of Kyrie. Park,
0: I've been on your side with Kyrie. And now,
1: I'm, I'm very pro-pro-pro just... Kyrie, to be fair, but that was an insult. I'm rather pro-Kyrie. You're insulting in <laughs> intelligence. But I will agree I don't love the jersey.
2: There's just I don't random, lo- like, lines and colors. The Nets, that their Nets. It doesn't make sense. could in there. The Nets have so many good options. Right, the powder blue Nets. They, Nets don't get me correct. wrong, the powder blue
0: yeah. classic jerseys are beautiful. And they have the cork to match yeah. it. So yeah. that'll be cool. So we'll see. Um, park, go.
1: Oh boy, uh, I have so many options at my disposal. So I'm just gonna choose two that I absolutely hate. Uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: the the Phoenix Suns. Oh, I hate yeah, it. Have really... these uniforms? They're all black with sort of a digi camo sunset going ar- over. It's Minecraft the front. lava. Yeah, with a That's little a purple in it. That's actually a really good description of it. And on the front it says Valley, the Valley. I'm sorry. Nothing extremely special about it. I think the Valley's the lamest thing you could possibly put on the front of a jersey. (laughs) Not to mention the Suns will only win like twenty-five games next year. I hate the Suns. Yeah. No, you heard me. No, you heard me. I don't
0: You you sure about that?
1: Yes. Although I'll bet you. Okay. Put it at 31 and call it a 30. Yes. 31. We'll put it at. All right. I think that the The West West is gonna be very improved and I don't think the Suns are going to improve with it. That's my take on what this pick
0: do they have this year? In is it teens. like teens? Yeah. You think they trade up? I think we. Ta- I know. I know you're going to get to this a little
2: bit, but um, I might address it in a later on. Yeah, maybe I'd ad- address Cause it because I, I know on. I was thinking Lamelo in his son's jersey might look pretty cool.
1: You think Lamelo in any jersey? You're. A, That's not true. Eh, it is true. It is true. <laughs> um, <laughs> I will say I sprinkled some money on a Devin Booker MVP, so this does kind of go against well. that. But,
0: you sprinkled some money on a Devin Booker plus $3,500. Yes. i am going against what I just said. I <laughs> yeah, we, we've turned. We've completely bad.
1: turned. But regardless, I don't like the uniform, so I can't root for them this year. And it's sad because I love DeAndre Ayton. Uh, and I also don't like Devin Booker, so it's kind of an emotional hedge bet. So <laughs> I, I don't have to root against yeah. him if he's in the MVP mix.
0: Yeah, okay, so we're going to move on to... No, 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 oh, my second what? uniform. My second oh, my uniform. bad, my, lush, okay. my bad. Okay, my bad. My second
1: uniform. Just vibe. This is a tragedy of a uniform for a tragedy of a franchise. <laughs> I New know it's coming. Knicks. It's so bad. The New York Knicks uniform. It's one of the worst
0: ever. I've ever it's
1: seen. All, it looks like when your travel team gets uniforms for just the summer. So you just kind of have one and it's just a solid... It, it's kind of like... So would be an alternate uniform for you but it's just more generic than your normal jerseys. If you had
0: to you could play a team that's in the same color. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So it's all black. The sides of it are sort of just a faded blue ish gray and orange which looks absolutely horrendous. And then the middle is the number the middle of the chest and surrounding it is words and let me read those words to you. (laughs)
0: It's not a
1: good. City thing. never sleeps, New York Knicks. It doesn't
0: what? even say the city that never sleeps. No, it, it doesn't, doesn't say the. It doesn't. Give it you doesn't the
1: whole say bridge. the. It just says City never sleeps, New York Knicks. Dude, which is funny because the first thing I think of when I think of the New York Knicks is. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> wee 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 <laughs> wee.
1: So I think that's actually, I'm starting to sell myself on this jersey. Because it's so ironic that I will enjoy watching them lose in it, which so I am excited.
0: Two? Which oh, you like the Nets jerseys, don't you? A little I bit, like a little bit. Th-
1: the Cran made one. Are you referring yeah. to? Yeah. Are, yeah, they're okay. I'm thinking which they're is worse
0: because I, I think Knicks are the worst one in the league so far. Yeah,
1: yeah I think these Knicks ones were the worst Pelicans by far. they are
0: kind of mid to... Yeah, dude, the Pelicans they just really nothing done. to do. I with, saw like, someone, their I saw colors. someone make their jersey a cigarette box. <laughs> yes! Wow! <laughs> it was so wow. funny. Wow! It was so funny. Also,
1: dude. the uh, quietly the Detroit Pistons, they just basically took their Motor City jersey. I haven't seen it. Can, I, can you show me? Right yeah, I they yeah. yeah, they kept their Motor City, do. but then all they did was add Detroit, Michigan underneath. Yeah. Yeah. What? Was... Why did they add? Yeah. I because I actually that's
2: appreciate like a red, white, them. and blue like that, like, seltzer. I liked the black
0: Motor City jerseys with the gray stripes on Yes. The I was a fan of those ones. Um, yeah, so that's my aggressive take on the. All right, so what do we want out of a Bucks City jersey coming this year? Because I've seen a few things thrown around. Yeah. Um, I saw a blue shirt that got released with yeah. Milwaukee and a 34. It was like a white number with some, like, lines going through it. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, there's this guy on Twitter. I'm, I'm sure you follow him, Ryan and Six. Maybe. I'm going to yeah. give him a shout-out. Nice. Shout-out to Ryan and Six. He made a very cool jersey concept for the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, if you want to throw out what you'd like, I'll pull up that picture for you. Well,
1: it's that's kind of an interesting question because I don't know what I like. Because I haven't seen anything that I'm in love with yet. I know that so far, the Bucks uniforms I've absolutely loved. The Cream City uniforms, to me, they grew on me. It does not get much better than that in the NBA. I think they're so awesome. The all blacks, I think, are killer. It scares me what direction. Yeah, Danny's showing me the blue ones right now. And I know we're going to incorporate the blue at some point because they made it very clear when they were releasing the new Bucks colorways a couple years ago that the blue was very meaningful and it was eventually mm-hmm. going to be an was alternate the, jersey. Yeah. So I'm expecting it at some point. To me... The important thing is they just don't mess it up. It doesn't need to be anything absurd. I just don't want them to mess it up because so far we've been so solid with our uniforms.
2: Yeah. Colin, what do you think? I don't really have much. Like, I kind of just hope they produce a good-looking jersey. I really like the blue concept you showed me, so I wouldn't mind if they based something off of, like, that blue color and they kind of mm-hmm. just ran something with it.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. So... Next, I think what we're going to do is get into some NBA free agents that are available this summer, where we think they're going to go, um, kind of throw in some trades with that. If uh, there's
1: one thing I like more than the NBA season,
0: it's the NBA offseason. Dude, the NBA offseason is so much Phenomenal. fun. Phenomenal. So much fun, dude. All right. Um, so first on my list, and this, is, this isn't this is in like any sort of order. Now, are the best...
1: these all restricted or unrestricted, no, no, or this, what are we...
0: I will announce it before I start, okay. because... I had it in a big list, and then we got hacked right before the show. And Correct. Now I'm just going through this CBS article. Number one on this list is Fred Van Fleet. Yeah. So I've been a big fan. Not a big fan. I just like think it's gonna happen. He seems
2: like a Nick to me.
1: Yeah. Absolutely can picture him in that in this horrible Nick's uniform I just described. Absolutely can picture. <laughs> Getting paid like twenty
2: to twenty five million. Yeah. You. Yeah. Yeah. He
1: is one of those guys where no matter what, no matter where he goes there's no chance he fulfills this next contract No, like yeah, he for did sure. in Toronto. For sure, because he's going to get paid. Right, he's, they, someone is going to give him 20 to 25 mil, mm-hmm. and I think he is a really solid player, but the team that pays him, Hornets, Knicks, Won't be able someone him, horrible, him, yeah. it's going to make him look bad. Now, he'll give you, because he's on a bad team, he's going to and he's not obviously putting up the numbers. So you know he'll give you a couple, like, 35 nights on a mm-hmm. bad team. He's going to average which,
0: 25 next year for some bad That's team. ridiculous. Okay, so not 25. That's absolutely
2: ridiculous. 22. That's, mm, like, the cap. That's that's, <laughs> a, that's cap, <laughs> for sure. Uh, I'm capping it at 22. Anything higher. Yeah, anything higher is the cap. the first game of the season. That's the only reason why. Right. Okay, yeah. I'm going to the next guy.
0: Okay. Uh, this is a restricted free agent, so we can throw in some sign trade deals too. Um Bogdan Bogdanovich. I want him on the Bucks really bad. Yeah. Um I want so here's my vision for oh the Bucks this season. Oh boy. So I said this earlier, but Goran Dragic is also on this list. Okay. I want to sign Goran Dragic. I want to trade Eric Bledsoe for Bogdan Bogdanovich. Okay. And that's I, my whole off season. That's all I've got. And we can re sign Pat Connaughton if we want.
1: I am a big fan of the if you can't beat 'em, join 'em community. Yeah. That's and what's about to happen with uh if we can't well, I shouldn't say can't beat 'em, join him. But if yeah, we can't beat you. him, sign him. Yeah, I guess in this case. That's
0: what's gonna happen with uh Rondo too. Rondo's gonna end up on the Clippers for sure.
1: And you know what? It's gonna he is gonna regress so badly no matter where he goes Rondo? because people continue to not realize how important it is playing with LeBron.
2: It's
1: and so big the impact that that brings to free agents. But
0: playoff Rondo is a real thing, and I don't yeah. think it can be denied. Uh, be a LeBron or not, be a he's, that's real. or a
2: playmaker for him, but, like, no way he's shooting how he did it. Oh, no. yeah. yeah. Not no a chance. chance.
0: Um, Colin, do you want to give us your Lakers rundown since we kind of touched on it, Your what you think should happen this year for the Lakers? I remember you talked about it earlier today.
2: Yeah. Um, there's only like a few things that I could see happening with the Lakers. One would be Chris Paul going there. I'm a Chris Paul stan, and there was a tweet today that said he prefers to go to New York or Los Angeles, so that could mean he goes to the Clippers, but if he isn't able to end up on the Bucks, where I actually want him to go, then him going to the Clippers would be all right because he can finally get a ring. Yes. And then another player that could end up on the Clippers, or not the Clippers, the Lakers, Sorry. Uh, he's been saying he just wants to win. He doesn't care about the money as Danielo Gallinari. Yeah. yeah, he's the yeah. next guy on this It's gonna list make actually. me sick when he's at the four and eighties, at the five, and they're just out shooting teams. I could see, teams.
1: I could see him turning down like serious, serious money because he's already gotten paid well. Yeah, yeah he doesn't so need it anymore. I could see him turning down some serious money from the Hornets. By the way, when I say the Hornets in this podcast. It's just me referring to a bad team. I'm not actually saying the Hornets. It's just my placeholder for a bad team. So I'm not saying the Hornets specifically are gonna go after a guy like that. Wouldn't surprise me though. But a team like that is gonna offer him a buttload of money and the Lakers are going to offer him an eighth of it. Like, I think it's going to be something ridiculous. Hornets
0: are going to go after one of the three Danilo Gallinari's in this free agency class, Joe Harris, Danilo Gallinari, or Davis Burton's.
2: Yes, all Danilo Gallinari.
0: All those guys are going to go to Hornets-like teams. Yes. Um, Next, uh, since I'll skip those three since we just kind of touched on them, they're all the same player, Um, Trez. What do we think about Trez? Big
2: Trez. Um, Yeah, I think – Dallas tries to go after. Him. I
0: like Dallas. I like Dallas for a lot of the free agents this year and a lot of sign in trades. Um, I know we were talking about Victor Oladipo. Who else? We had one other um, name.
2: DeRozan. Was other shooting. Yeah, DeRozan. DeRozan on I think
0: they would both be pretty good for him. I just think they need some more supporting veterans yeah. that know what, how to let Luka just go stupid every game.
1: Yeah, especially like Christophe's cannot consistently play clearly, mm-hmm. whether it's him getting suspended, him get, getting injured. So I think if you add a presence in there that's not uh, – oh, Maxi Kleber. If it's anything other than Maxi Kleber, I think that would benefit them greatly, especially a veteran yeah. presence like Montrez.
0: Okay. Um, I've got two young guys, pretty good, Christian Wood and Jeremiah Grant. I them. I'm gonna lump them together. Is that fair? Oh yeah. yeah, they both
1: have similar play styles. I feel like.
0: Yeah. Um. I think Christian Wood can be an impact player like anywhere. I think he's gonna end up on one of those Hornets like teams. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Where he's just gonna get paid to go get some buckets. The um, Kings. Jeremiah that's, Grant, I think, ends up on a games, contender yeah. actually. Jeremy Grant. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Now that I'm saying it out loud, he's just a fighter.
1: Great wing defender, and has been in the heat of a lot of playoff games. Yeah,
2: he played well in the. Playoff series again.
0: I don't think the Nuggets can afford to bring him back just because they're going to have to start signing people one of these days. Because uh, yeah. uh, Maga Porter Jr. is coming up. <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, of course. Um, and he's just going to play that role for, like, I mean, he's not going to play that exact role, but he's going to be playing that four spot. Uh, why not bring back Paul Millsap? Yeah. Like, just a trusty vet and let Jeremiah Grant walk. I don't know. That's yeah. how I feel about it. Mm-hmm.
1: I, I will say on the Christian Wood thing, I think it's. I think it's similar to the Fred Van Fleet thing, where I think he's going to get paid a lot. But I do think it's deserved. It just won't show up in like a box score. I think Christian Wood is a guy, Yeah. he could get around 18, 20 a year.
0: I think Christian Wood's that guy that it will show up in the box score, it just won't win games. It won't matter.
1: Okay, yeah. that's extremely fair. He, if the Knicks didn't have eight power forwards, I would say <laughs> he screams New York Knicks. They, they do have Bobby too many. Portis
0: Bobby Portis is on a team option. Oh so I feel like they well they'll pick it well, up. Well yeah, they'll pick <laughs> so. it up and sign Christian Wood. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, that's what'll go to All right, so, and Jeremiah Grant. <laughs> so this article's doing a really good job of grouping people together. Um so the next three I have are Tristan Thompson, Derek Favors, Aaron Baines.
1: Oh, I love this. I think I,
0: Aaron Baines I so and I could see him on a in, on the bucks. I have a
1: weird uh, my weird Aaron Baines take is that he goes back to Boston.
0: I think fun. they missed him. What do you think about Ennis? Because I know he's restricted. I don't no. Know, it might be a player option. I'm not sure. If it's a no. player option, he's I, going back because he's not making money I think that It are. I think
1: that they're just very sick of he's their bigs. Good, yeah. Yeah. And well, I think they miss Aaron Baines, think... who can do... He can shoot Honestly, well. Honestly, he can do anything. He can yeah. shoot well. Can he do it at an elite level? No. But he can do anything.
0: Okay, next I got Marc Gasol and Sergi Baca.
2: Gasol's not playing basketball in the United oh, States. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. My bad. Going My to bad. Real Madrid. Did he not actually bad. sign, though, or was that yeah, just... Yeah, no. no I, believe oh, okay. wait, I believe he signed. Wait, wait,
0: hold on. The question here is whether or not he still wants to play in the NBA. He was reported to be signing with FC Barcelona. No. The, the team has denied it. Wait, mm-hmm. I thought he was signing with Madrid. That's well, interesting. they
1: denied it. They denied him, <laughs> Marcus. The <best laughs> wow, that's of the best humbling. Spanish players
2: of all time. That's they extremely humbling. Sergi Baca, you said somebody earlier. I think he should go to Houston. He'd be a great... That wow, be a great He'd be a great spot. stretch five for him. Like he's not a phenomenal shooter, but he can knock down the three point shot and a mid range shot, and he plays great post defense. Dude, there's got to
0: be a place in the NBA for Marcus Hall, still, right? I know he's the Warriors. What about about the Warriors? That's good. I like the Warriors because
1: if he gets denied from another league, he's probably under the radar a little bit because half the GMs are straight up morons, so they probably didn't even pay attention to what's going on. What about the Celtics? Yeah, again, I don't hate that.
0: Get a nice little savvy vet. Uh,
1: I also think Serge.
2: You could start for him, to be honest.
1: I yeah. think uh, Serge Ibaka going to the Warriors also could be a thing. I, I like Marcus all or Serge Ibaka in, like, a Warriors spot.
0: Here's another guy I want on the Bucks, Jay Crowder.
1: Yeah. Oh, my gosh.
0: Killed us, and he's a damn dog. He absolutely
1: killed it. By the way, anywhere and he, he goes, goes. back to Memphis. Anywhere he goes, they
0: become solid. Can I he? love
1: that, Colin. I do love that. Can I'm... you get
0: traded away from a team and signed back like in that same offseason?
1: I don't see why not. Is that a rule? I am unsure if that's a technicality. I do in it NBA. in two K a lot, but I just. <laughs> but but we it's occasionally real. turned off some rules, so it's. And that's like what well, they they need like a three, yeah and, yeah, and they just need a vet presence. Mm-hmm. Clearly, they need a vet. He presence. can hit threes at like a whatever thirty eight percent rate. Like that's not bad. By the way, this last year was kind of the John Morant show. I think this year is the Triple J show cuz he killed the bucks. He his I love game him. against the bucks, he hit like six three-pointers, all of them for, were from like 35 feet. He banked one in that absolutely ripped our soul out. And I think that he is going to have such a big step this year like I'm talking yeah. third team all NBA. Like he starts wow. scraping into that conversation. I think Jaw.
0: Yeah. I think Jaw will scrape that. Well, I Although think there's a lot ja of will. Guards. There's a lot of good guards. So
1: I think Jaw will emphasize that, and I think the lack of. Well, I guess he is technically a power forward, I believe. Mm-hmm. But if he could maybe be considered a center, I think that would really help his chances. Do they yeah.
2: run him at the five when Brandon Clark's out there? Probably. Yeah, I think so. Like when they start. The um. League. So this is
0: officially a pro Memphis. What was the other team? Pro-Carolina Panthers. Pro-Carolina Panthers podcast. Um, We're big
1: on the mid-market, slept-on Southern teams. Yeah, and (laughs) if you
0: guys haven't seen the Memphis-Vancouver Grizzlies... Jerseys they announced for this year. Yeah, you need to check them out. Uh, they actually announced them last year with their hardwood classics, the light blue ones. Yes, um, they're the black version from the Bibby it, yeah, it says Memphis. Yeah, it says Memphis. Beautiful, I'm pretty, pretty absolutely beautiful. All
1: black with like the kind of. Fluoride blue, yeah. As that's the, a good description of that color. That's a great. With description a mixed of that color. in like scarlet red next to it, it's beautiful. Yeah,
0: dude, you're going off with the colors right yeah, they, now. Big yeah. color guy over there. Yeah, like, oh. you know, <laughs> I
1: I spent two semesters in Art One and Two in high school, so
0: kind of talking to a professional. <laughs> okay, so now we're gonna go into uh, some more player like trade guys, I guess. Restricted, just, more restricted. They're not even all restricted. They're okay. just kind of like, like Moveable some of them are pieces. restricted. So so. Yeah. First one is Gordon Hayward. Colin said magic earlier. I really agree with that. Oh, I like that a lot. Um, because Evan Fournier is also on this list, and I think he'll end up somewhere else. Yeah. um we trade
2: Aaron Gordon for... Aaron... Dude, we I talked don't think about they this like last
0: Aaron week. Gordon. Yeah. We I... talked about this last week. Aaron Gordon doesn't fit in the NBA. He doesn't fit anywhere, There's not a single roster. The... Boston
1: would take Wait, did we no, talk what? overpaying Gordon Hayward? Ugh. I... I just don't have a fit for gonna, Aaron Gordon. The
0: problem is somebody's gonna have to pay Aaron Gordon too, because he's not a bad player. He just doesn't fit. He anywhere. can't even
1: shoot like mid range, right? Yeah. He just like dumps. he just does not he just have. Dumps. He can rebound and he score He hits the off occasional rebounds.
0: three, but he's not smooth with it. Oh, it can't sure. be smooth. He's
2: good at taking second and dunk contests. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Very true. In, about the in contests good that he should have won. Yeah.
0: Okay, Colin. DeMar DeRozan, hit it.
2: So, some trades I'd like to see personally is I'd love to see DeMar DeRozan or Victor Oladipo go to the Mavs or Heat. I think both those guys would fit in well. And the Mavs and Heat next year, I think they're just looking for, like, one-year guys because both are going to try to go all in for Giannis. So, why not just sign DeRozan and Oladipo? And then if Mm -hmm. Giannis ends up staying in Milwaukee, like he signs the extension, then, oh, you can offer those guys an extension. Right. I hate
0: you for saying that, but, yeah, you're right. Yeah,
2: that is a fair I, I point. I do apologize, but it's they're just, everybody's doing it. And yeah. they're two
1: vet guys that can get a bucket mm. and defend, I don't want to say with the best of them anymore, one obviously because of injuries, one because of just being old as piss, but I think they've picked up a couple things in their years, played on enough good teams that they really contribute to either of those squads. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, Um, this is the last one I have on this, well, CBS has on this list. Okay. Uh, And, Parker, you're going to love it. Oh, boy. Give me a prediction for who you think it might be. Oh, boy. You. You. you Are going to love it. It's Andre Drummond. Whoa. (laughs) Because I think, dude, okay, hear me out. He's going to pick up that player option for sure because it's $28.5 million. I think he already did. Yeah. It still says. I don't think he officially did. Probably. But whatever. But whatever. He's going to pick that up because he'd be a fool not to. Um, But they could trade him. And I think there's a few teams that come to mind for me. I think the Knicks could make a deal and just get rid of Mitch Robinson, which would be stupid for them. But I think they want So you're getting up. a Hall of Famer. Yeah. That's a Nick move. Yeah, and Andre Dorman's still so young that it doesn't matter. What is he, like 25? 26, 27. Okay. Somewhere around there. Okay. Um, still a, ro- a lot of rebounds. I also a lot of hate, to have I wouldn't him. hate them tra- the Bulls trading for him, trading yeah. Wendell Carter to the Cavs. Letting the Cavs just be young again. Off the record, off the record. Okay. I like the Cavs roster as it is.
1: Okay, that's... Keep. So, I am really banking on the Cavs keeping Andre Drummond for my agendas. I think you get rid of Kevin Love, you put Larry Nance in that spot, who's solid, but I just think having Darius... I'd rather have
0: Chetty in that spot. In the four? Next to Drummond, that's fine.
1: Okay, fair. I, my take on this is you have two young guards that you just invested very high draft picks into. Sexton has clearly shown something. He's improved defensively. Uh-huh. And Darius Garland, who's just too young to really judge yet, but clearly he's shown something on the offensive end and we know he can shoot. So we have two guys who shoot a lot of threes. What's better to have in two young scores development than a guy who can grab four boards a game and kick it back out to him and give him another chance? I feel like he would really benefit like a three-year deal, the Cavs sign him till he's thirty or so. I want—I want to say next year he'll turn twenty-seven. So extend him to a th- for a three-year deal. He'll play till he's thirty there, and he'll just help their development grow along. If you don't like him for your long, long term, you can put him in the rafters. Whatever. Right? Yeah. I mean, he's going to be a Hall of Famer anyway, so you can say you were a part of that wonderful journey.
0: Yeah. Um. Okay.
1: I have no other spots I want Drummond for.
2: By the way, this is perfect. But. Okay. <laughs> I had one. So I think uh, Aldridge should go back to Portland or Boston. Like, see him back in Portland. They just lost Whiteside. No way they're going to sign him back. Him and Nurkic just doing whatever down low. Or go to Boston where they desperately need a big, like, not saying he's great defensively, but he's an upgrade from Ennis Cantor and Robert Williams. Yeah. Like
0: Boston makes too much sense for me. I really like him staying in San Antonio and letting the young guards, you know, figure it out. And he just puts up that
2: 23-8 and eight, like I talked about earlier. Yeah, I don't hate that. Makes another quiet all-star game. All right, now can I move on?
0: Now can I move on?
2: Yeah, I'm at my piece.
0: Okay, so this is our last NBA thing, and I think we'll try to make it quick, but it'll be geeked. Yeah, very fun. Um, The Toronto Raptors are looking for a place to play Mm -hmm. in 2020, 2021. Actually, it'll probably just be 2021, but... The Canadian border is closed, correct? Correct. Is that a thing? And
1: they're not allowing
0: sports. And right now, I think they talked about Kansas. They talked about probably Seattle. I'm just throwing that out there. Well, just give yours. Let's hear some ideas. Because
1: I don't want you to steal any of mine, Mm -hmm. even though I think there's a very limited chance. So I really
0: only have one. Okay. And it's I already mentioned it. It's Seattle, and I think they should just straight up relocate the team immediately. It's
1: such a good basketball. Yeah, it
2: season. is. Oh,
0: I I know. You can relocate somebody back there when, once COVID's over. Oh, okay. keep the good Raptors. Bring that good <laughs> the organization down to Seattle. Okay. And build it up, and then you can just Canada can get a team later. Get an expansion team to Yeah, Toronto. They can get maybe Vancouver gets another one. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's all I got. Okay. That's all. I didn't do much research on this one.
1: I have several, and your very level-headed answer is mm-hmm. going to make these sound absolutely ridiculous. Uh, number one is my park, Riverton Meadows. <laughs> now, does it have double reach no! on it? Sure. Does it have a hill in the background that would be excellent for fans stadium to sit seating. on? Okay. It has stadium seating. There's a tennis court in the background. I'd have to approve
0: of it, of course.
1: Well, no, you wouldn't because I'm sole director, CEO, head of the board, owner, founder of the park.
0: If you walked out of your backyard, wh- where would you get to? Pennsylvania Avenue? Putes. Putes Avenue. If I walked out of my backyard, where would I be?
2: On top of a hill.
0: On top of the hill in what park?
2: Just on top in of my a park. hill. In my
1: park. In my park. In my park, Riverton Meadows. But let me just be very clear. I'm older than Danny, and my name is literally Parker. So let me, I'll, I'll just throw those, do, do that information what you'd like.
0: For context, me and Parker live in the same neighborhood. That has right. a park right in the middle of it.
1: Okay, That's number two on where they should play. Rucker Park. That would just be cool. Bring
0: back Rucker Park. Bring back Rucker Park, but make it NBA. Really just bring back New York basketball, because it stinks.
1: And, speaking of bring back New York basketball, let's just have them play in Madison Square Garden and move the Knicks somewhere else. How about that? We can
0: move the Knicks to Seattle. Yeah. James Dolan stays in New York. The... The Raptors, I feel like, would be pretty cool
1: in Madison Square Garden. They're a good team. I think they'd bring some energy. I think Knicks fans would show up regardless. They don't know who's out there on a normal basis anyway. So just move the Knicks. Honestly, the Knicks don't even have to play this year. I don't care. Just say, Knicks, you have to have a year off. Raptors, come and play at MSG.
0: Seven less power forwards in the NBA this year. Right. Yeah.
1: Uh, My fourth and final is Sunset Beach Park from NBA 2K16. Now, let me be very clear. It has to be the NBA 2K16 one. Because there was a decision you had to make from, like, Old Town or Midtown or something to a couple... There was a couple other ones I remember that I don't exactly remember the name. But everyone who was cool chose Sunset Beach. You got the sun in the background, the beach... If
0: you didn't choose Sunset Beach that year, you were a total fucking loser. In Mm -hmm. Toronto,
1: you go from playing in the middle of the dead of winter, where it's negative 40 to
0: a nice, you know,
1: there's a bunch of courts going around you. You're playing at Center Court at Sunset Beach.
3: Okay,
0: Colin, go.
2: Alright, I just have uh two places in mind that I think they should play at. One that I saw was Louisville. Yeah. The KFC, KFC Yum Center. Yeah, League I just Ripper. feel like <laughs> Kentucky's a good would be basketball fun. state. Like, you got Kentucky, you got Louisville. Why True. not just give them an NBA team for a season? If it goes like well, like, if they allow fans in, tickets are good, then Maybe expand there. I do think, while I the want future. them
0: to be in Seattle, it's going to be a city that has that they like. You know, they want to prospect, see if yeah, there's any potential there. That's a good point. Uh, I think they're that, definitely that
2: gonna leans or leads into my second <laughs> city that I'm surprised neither of you took in Vegas. And Whoa! Putting them there because they already have. They play what the summer league there. Yeah, think, and I'm sure they could create. Tri- they have a stadium. wow. That's very my realistic. Only,
0: my only argument against that is that the nba's been very, <laughs> earthquakes that the NBA the has been very cowardly lately about not wanting to you know i mean rightfully so not wanting to uh get in the way with nfl scheduling and with the raiders just moving there i don't know if the nba is going to be like now we want to move them there and you know i, but think, I think the nfl if, steals the if ascenses. it's just a season, a season one thing. season like you oh, test that's it true. out like, it is one season. if
2: you get yeah. a lot of viewers you sell some jerseys at least you could get
1: the hype around basketball mm. in that season. I do love that, Colin. Oh. a lot
2: more
0: realistic than mine. Are we done with Toronto?
2: Yeah, I've had enough of them. I think okay.
0: so. So we've got next up for you guys is our favorite, and we did six of these. We each did two. Uh, we came up with this list beforehand. Our favorite Halloween costumes that we saw. Some of them are our friends. Some of them are some pro athletes. Some are just celebrities. Um, kicking off, starting at number six, there was a costume that had
2: Spongebob, you go, yeah. So, I was scrolling through Facebook, I had already made my decision on the two costumes. But then, this video that I saw, which was of the SpongeBob episode, where they're selling chocolate bars and it's like the little worm grandma. Iconic, like, what did he say? It was that exact costume with the daughter and the grandmother. And I thought, I've never seen that before,
0: yeah. Very creative. That's I saw that costume. same one, that was very awesome. Okay, so number five. This is actually... I'm kind of biased on this one because it was one of my roommates and some of my better friends at school. Um, they went as the International Justice League of Super Acquaintances. Actually, we did back-to-back Spongebobs here at 5 and six. Yeah, I just noticed that. Um, so my friend Jack went as the Quickster. TJ went as Miss Misappear. James went as Captain Magma. And Jay went as Elastic Waistband. I'm going to post that video that James put... Um, yeah, maybe Twitter?
1: include that clip in here just so people can yeah, know I will. what yeah. we're yeah, referencing
0: right. from Spongebob. Park at four hit us with Offset. What did yeah. he go as Park Yeah,
1: for? so Offset went as the mask. And I thought not only was it awesome that he went as the mask. I mean, he, obviously when you're filthy rich, you can go all out in yeah. the outfits for Halloween. But he did the laugh with it. He had a cane. He had the yellow sh- the yellow suit with the hat. I thought it was very topical seeing as we reviewed the mask recently. And I, you just can't get, it's hard because celebrities have so much more resources mm-hmm. at their disposal for their costumes. So that's why this actually stood out to me more, that it was that much more yeah. impressive.
0: There's some, and there's always like a couple like that. Like you have, uh, there's always a good Deadpool costume every year. Yeah. I, think I mean, Chris they're Brown so realistic. I think yeah. it was Chris Brown last year. i had that
2: Edward Scissorhands last yes. year. Yeah. That, <laughs> that was dope. funny. That was funny. That was
0: dope. Okay, uh, coming in at number three, this one's actually for Garrett Champagne and Adam Korea. If you're Shout listening, out. thank you. Yeah. Um, Parker hit us with what they hit, what they wore. So
1: I'm scrolling through my Instagram stories of our friends. I see my good friend Garrett Champagne and Adam Korea. They dressed up as Mini Me and Dr. Evil. <laughs> when they are sent to prison, they're wearing the bandanas on their head. They have sort of like the vest prison outfits and they're plotting their escape. They sing Hard Knock Life in this scene really just one of the most overall iconic scenes in any austin powers and i thought it was really creative because when you think austin powers you think dr evil in his normal gray suit you think austin in his outlandish suit that's puffy and his glasses so you don't normally think about like specific scenes which i thought was really creative
0: yeah i did think it was really nice uh only only suggestion for them is next year get bald caps
1: yeah, that's all him. out. That's all out. But yeah. I I'm was still impressed. Yeah, regardless.
0: that's a celebrity move. Yo, right oh, for sure, yeah. for sure. Um, all right, coming in at number two, I my favorite artist actually, the Nutty Professor. Well, The Weekend went as the Nutty Professor. He threw on a big fat suit. That was awesome. I, I, <laughs> it was so when, realistic. Dude, when I was scrolling it was very, through it, I did not realize no. who I was looking at. I was just like, "Oh, that's the Nutty Professor. It must be a fat yeah. guy who's doing that." Right. The Weekend killed it.
1: I saw the picture and I was like, "That's just." Like, I thought they were remaking the movie. I was like, oh, so they're bringing The Nutty Professor back. I thought it was like a hint that, like, they're remaking it. No,
0: it was just that damn good. Yeah, okay. Um, Number one, Colin, you want to take us? Oh, yeah, I
2: went with the little cuteness aspect on this one. (laughs) I was also scrolling through Instagram. Uh, The Wade family, they went as a s'more. I thought it was very unique. You don't really see a s'more. They were able to incorporate... And it's cute. Yeah, the two graham crackers, the chocolate, and the marshmallow, all in one.
0: Yeah. Um, so that's our top six. Uh, argue if you want. We have some honorable mentions to throw in. Comment some on our Twitter page if you if you have any other good yeah, ones. Yeah, if you're a real one. My first honorable mention, I'm going to say the ten pitbulls that I saw on, on Snapchat this week. I know the only two I knew were Alex Schwartz and Betsy Rilling, but it was very well done. Basically, they all threw on bald caps and played pitbull music just danced around, and it. it was amazing. Mr. I, I was showing a lot of people my Snapchat stories this week.
1: So can I just comment on this, yeah. though? So I saw all those Snapchat stories as well. There wasn't nearly enough fist bumping.
0: Yeah, you're right. You're he right. does a lot of fist bumping. That's
1: why I did make our list. He do, yeah, right. He does a lot of fist bumping, and I didn't see much of that, which just, I saw a lot it of just shows bobbing. a lack of research. I saw a it lot, shows lot of, a lack bobbing, of research, which And I didn't don't. hear any dollars. Now, that could be me not <laughs> listening closely. That could be me not listening, listening close enough. There was loud music. Right, break. yeah. And it's they're not giving a dialogue in their Snap story. They're showing the crowd around them. Yeah. But no dollies, no fist pumps. That disappointed me. That's why you're an honorable honorable mention in our book.
0: Yeah, Colin, throw yours
2: out. Uh, my honorable mention goes to Blake Snell, who, uh, his nickname is Snellzilla. So this year for Halloween, he wore his baseball uniform and then threw on one of those dinosaur uniforms and yeah. then just went as Snellzilla trick-or-treating. And I thought he looked good. Very
0: nice playing on your own nickname. I mm-hmm. like
2: that. Okay, so I like that costume. I saw that.
1: But why is he Snellzilla? Do we know I that? Just, I don't feel like it's, it's a, a bad nickname. Name,
2: I don't you know like it. it I don't it like it. It's a raised marketing thing. I'm leaving that up to Oh, them. it's a raised marketing thing. So, it's well, not like they, a friend's thing? Yeah, I don't know. I just go, hey man, what's up, Snellzilla? Yeah, like, that's It's just true. something like I feel like the Rays' okay, like yeah, social right. media team came up with, like, yeah, this is good, this is good, just not good. I've decided
1: yeah. for our next episode, I'm thinking of three Blake Snell nicknames that are a thousand times better than Snell. <laughs> that's I. That's my research. I'm putting that on myself. I promise you, Blake Snell, I will think of three better nicknames. Okay,
0: I've got two more honorable mentions to throw out. First is recurring guest Cameron Sims. Legend. Went as the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, and he fucking killed it. Looked beautiful. He's so good-looking. Um, Probably the best-looking guest we've had so far. He's up I'm there. I'm keeping it a He's buck. up Sorry, for Bob. Sure. Sorry, Colin. No not offense.
2: offended. I'm ugly as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he absolutely killed it, though. And
0: then also, Knock, um, cool. who will be on this podcast at some point, in the near right. future, I hope. Yeah. Um, He went as a cowboy, and he also killed it. Yeah. I also went as a cowboy. I didn't kill it quite as hard, but you'll get a graphic one of these days of us two.
1: Right. Yeah. He he had the full fit, which I really appreciated. I mean, down to the boots, he, down to the dance. Mm-hmm. It really was. It really was a good job by him. I'll tip my cap in reference to his costume.
2: I actually have a little interruption. I just oh. did some Blake Snell research. <laughs> oh, I was I was oh. very curious. Uh, yeah. Why his he's called that? And he. In this statement, it says, it was my brother's nickname when he was young, and I took it from him. Whoa, I what? Just, Whoa. Hey, let me finish. I kind of just took it from him, and everyone started calling me it. They're like, it fits better, and it took off from there, and that's why his social media got are like that. So, so basically, okay.
1: they said, you're cooler than your brother, so you can have this nickname. Yeah, Blake Snell, you need a better nickname, man. No, I'm still on the case. I might do five now, just because of how weird that
0: backstory was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, insert bold, loud movie review... Intro oh yeah. Music. Now. Okay. Um, this week this is a great movie. I'm very happy we did this one. We've been looking at getting to Princess Bride yes, for a we while have. now. Uh, several um, weeks we've been thinking about it. So this. me and Colin have both seen it before. Um, it's one of those movies you hear the name and you think, "Oh, that's gonna be dumb," you know, kissing. As someone, story, which princess is really movie. yeah, just another princess movie, which is really what the whole movie's about. The I mean, you know,
1: as someone who had not seen the movie until about. 12 hours ago, which is usually the case for how I watch these movies to keep them fresh. Yeah. It's, it has nothing to do with me forgetting until last second just to keep them fresh in my brain. <laughs> I at first I actually thought he was talking about Princess Diaries. That's how little I know about the princess movie title community,
0: but I had very low expectations going into it and they were blown out of the water. It was unbelievable. So I know Parker has a lot of takes written down. Let's each get a score first. Okay. My score. Now I want to say I gave Scream an eight point three. Eight point 4, yeah, sure. four. Eight point four. Eight point four. Okay, I'm gonna give Princess Bride an eight point two five. Okay. I'm throwing Whoa. an extra decimal. Really? You went to the tenths. Yeah. So if hey, if we have to get to tenths. Worse to, than Scream. I thought Scream was pretty damn good.
1: Yeah. Yeah, script- I might just be biased. Right. Yeah,
0: I think you are. Um, I really did love the whole storytelling aspect where it's the grandpa telling the story to the grandkid mm. um, and he's interrupting and he's all like pretending he doesn't want to know about the kissing scenes, stuff like that. Yeah. Which is really what, like, with the title, what we were talking about. Yeah. How you're like, no, I don't want to watch one of those movies. And yeah. then you're just hooked into it and by the end you're just waiting for that last kiss. I loved that aspect. Absolutely loved it. Um, I also really liked <laughs> there's the best scene in the movie, in my opinion, is when uh what's his name? What's his name? Wesley. In, yeah, Inigo? well no, I know Wesley. Inigo Montoya. Yeah. So, ah, so the best Inigo the best Montoya. scene in the whole movie to me is when Inigo Montoya and Wesley um Inigo pulls him up off the <laughs> ledge, whatever, right, lets him chill there for a while and then they start fighting and they both pretend they're left handed and then halfway through the fight they both Oh go, my gosh. Oh, oh, but one thing you don't know. I'm not left-handed. <laughs> yes, yes. So and they're great. just complimenting each other the whole fight. <laughs> mm-hmm. and then by the end, they're teammates. So I don't know. That's what I got for now. I'll I'll hop in on what Parker and Colin say.
2: Okay. Well, I feel like Parker kind of has more to say than I yeah. will, so I'll get my movie review. Yeah. Princess Bride. Before I like we rewatched it a couple hours ago it was already one of my top 10 favorite movies ever. So I'm giving it a nice 9.1. Whoa. Out of high 10, score very high. I think,
0: I think that's our first 9 of that high. It that's it's high. incredibly
2: like it. biased, which I, Hey, it's a good score. Take man. it out you like it, but uh, I initially if you're seeing it for the first time, it starts off really slow and confusing, I feel like, but it picks up yeah. and the story develops nicely and it all starts like making sense and all sure. the char- they have a lot of strong characters like Oh yeah. In Inigo Montoya he's funny the story is Fezzik yeah Fezzik played by Andre the Giant is a (laughs) geek right yeah, (laughs) so many good ones and Miracle Max played by Billy Crystal Yeah, I I didn't know that until I looked it up and that's why I felt like I had to include him because he was crucial oh yeah Buttercup
0: is good looking true (laughs) very (laughs) true um the another scene I'm throwing in sorry to steal your Thunder Park no um the Vizzini scene with Wesley when they're having the battle of wits. Yes. Uh, <laughs> the poison cups and he throws them both in and he already has a he already has built up a tolerance to uh, whatever it was. The poison, yes. Yeah, whatever the poison was. So yeah, I just think Wesley. What we're gonna talk about Wesley later on because because we're course. gonna get we're gonna we, actually remember to do our King of the podcast this week. And thank God. I'm just gonna say Wesley has a good chance. That's all he gonna he's in
1: the let's just say look he's on a sixty win team. He's putting up twenty-eight, seven, and five. I—he's in the running. That's all I'm gonna say. Mm -hmm. He's not—he's in the running.
0: All right, Park, go. So
1: I have way too much here. I'm gonna start it off with actually kind of the middle of my takes because it's based off something you said with the sword fight scene. Okay. I think genuinely that sword fight scene is like a top five scene in any movie I've ever seen. Oh, so I, I agree with you. Before I dig too much into this, I'm, I'm giving it a nine. A nine flat. So two okay. nine scores on this.
0: Damn, uh, I kind of wish I would have given it a higher score, but... Well, I, no, hey, nah, dude. I'm, screen I'm screen to that's the, the really opposite.
1: Said, no, that's the opposite really of what said. you should be thinking. Because now you're trying to use our scores to mm-hmm. base off your scores. I'm
0: so weak-minded, bro. <laughs> yeah, no, I <laughs> strong agree. Anyway,
1: <laughs> so not only do they switch hands both on each other, which is fantastic. They're talking literally the whole time about like where they learned this and yeah. what everyone's next move is gonna be. The timing was just there perfectly. Then they get into full-on gymnastics, like halfway through. For some reason, there's like a bar there and they're both <laughs> doing flips off of it and they're respecting each other's distance. I've never seen so much class in a fight. Top five scene I've ever seen in any movie ever. Not even kidding.
0: I agree. I think it was really, really. Yeah. It was really the point where I was watching the movie at first, and I was like, "Okay, this is like a love story type of movie." And then he gets up on the like, right when he's pulling him up on the rope, I'm like, "Oh, this is gonna be funny." Yeah. Yeah. And it just takes a whole different turn, and I don't know.
1: And I actually, I actually enjoyed the sword fighting itself. Normally, when you have a movie that's from 1987, it's like, "Oh boy, this fighting is tragic." Which I mean, look it wasn't great in a lot of it but it was good enough where i was like okay this is enjoyable i can, i can i can at least keep my interest
3: mm-hmm.
1: so now i'm going to kind of go back to my takes at the start of the start of the movie obviously they're in order as the movie was going on so first off wesley i believe he buttercup called him a farm boy early on i think that's what he,
0: yeah she he was is a, calling he it. is a farm boy
1: he was startlingly good looking for a farm boy yeah. like actually got worse later on in I agree
0: when he got the mustache when he had
1: the longer flowing hair with no mustache I mean scary good looking
0: he's also and a time traveler I want to throw that out there
1: wait what yeah
0: he's also a time traveler uh, while he was fighting Andre the Giant Andre the Giant asked why do you wear a mask yeah he said I, it's actually quite comfortable I think everyone will be wearing one one day
1: you took one of my takes. Yes. You literally wow. Yes, wow. yes. 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 You okay, wow. I'm so glad I'm so glad you noticed that. Because he literally transported into the future. That was such a topical I was so, statement. I,
0: was, I I heard that, I, Whoa I rewinded whoa. it. I rewinded <laughs> it the picture. I rewinded
1: it. So also he was extremely well looking or extremely well spoken and had great hygiene for a farm boy. Mm-hmm. I couldn't believe that.
0: Uh, what was and, the thing you, what was the only thing he would say to her? As you wish. Ooh, as you, as wish. you wish. Yes. Mm-hmm. As yeah. you wish.
1: Um, the grandson in the movie is mole from Austin Powers. I wasn't really? sure. Yeah. Mole, 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 dude.
0: I searched it. I, I, looked, I saw him and yeah. I immediately recognized him and I figured. I think his like name's
1: a, Fred Savage. I f- Don't yeah, it quote is, me it on it that. Is. And
0: I figured he was another like. Child star, he must have another movie where he's a star. He's from the Wonder
1: kid. Years, he was in the Wonder Years yes. as a child. Okay, yeah, see, so that was a little after.
0: Okay, I've seen that, and I just like, didn't know what he was from. Yeah, but knowing that he's the mole, in so Austin I saw Powers,
1: Wonder Years, so I was like, Oh, that's what beautiful. I recognize him from. I just give one little extra scroll and go deep down, and he's Moly 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 Mole, 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 mole <laughs> which is the most <laughs> iconic role of his career. I don't care about the success of this movie or the Wonder Years, that this is by far. That's by far the role he killed. The most. Yeah, and it, it didn't. He actually didn't stink in this movie. I kind of liked uh, how he portrayed the kid, kind of yeah, progressing from bed, not liking it to liking it. Anyway, uh, Andre the Giant has awesome comedic timing for just yeah. being huge and having a weird voice, deep voice, kind of hard to understand. Actually, made himself easier to understand just based off. Maybe that's just good writing. I don't know, but he was. He was entertaining, and I enjoyed listening to him.
0: I really liked uh, when he was talking about uh, Vinicus, whatever his name is. I can't remember how to say it. Um, yeah. Said, "Kill him your way." Yeah. And he th- he just throws the rock and intentionally misses him, and he says. Let's fight like men, sportsmen like and they're, <laughs> and they And fight. they're talking the, <laughs> yeah, whole the whole time again. Same way, it's a different type of fight. I You knew Wesley was going to win the whole time, you right. just didn't quite know how.
1: I, I like that his excuse, Andre the Giant's excuse in it, <laughs> yeah. was I'm used to fighting so many guys that I like don't have any moves for a one-on-one fight. Yeah, I forgot <laughs> how to fight one guy. Also, Which is such there's
0: a... no way Wesley would have held on when uh, Fezzik was...
1: Hitting him against yeah, rock.
0: just backing but... him into... Bolder. I don't know
1: how much Andre the Giant weighed, but that crushing...
0: quick Google
2: Literally search.
1: between a rock and a heart.
2: 520 pounds. Oh, my God. That's why he the world record for, like, the most beer drink. Extremely <laughs> fair ever. Extremely fair. Dude, could you imagine? So. 128 beers or something like that. <laughs>
0: 128 think, yeah, beers. Yeah.
2: Absurd. In one sitting.
0: Yeah, in one sitting.
1: So, my next one. Now, I have to preface. It's a quote. And I have to preface it by saying it's from the prince, and it's maybe the biggest simp line in history. This might have invented simping. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> he's talking to the princess, Buttercup. Mm-hmm. And he said, so he, at this point, is still lying to her that he's going to go and find Wesley and bring him back. And if he doesn't come back, then, you know, yeah. then they get married. I know and the, line the princess says well, if he doesn't come back, I'm going to commit suicide. And this prince said, and I quote, please consider me as an alternative to suicide. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that is, not only are you just a simp, you are begging, you're on your knees, you're a prince, and you've been lowered to the point. That's just how, I guess, how attractive... Princess Buttercup was to the compared to the rest of the village. Because if there was I didn't anyone see even any clo- other women in true, the whole movie. But if there was anyone close to her, you Were would there? not be saying, please consider me as an alternative to suicide.
0: The only two other women I can remember in the entire movie, one is the albino, which might be a man. I'm not sure. I think it's a man. And then two is the uh miracle worker's wife who comes in all crazy yeah. and yells at him. <laughs> yeah. Those are the only two I can remember the whole movie. Yeah, same. Uh, oh, and the ancient booer who Yeah. With, <laughs> just ribbing When princess. Buttercup is like yeah. talking about When her she's she having husband. that dream. Yeah, it, it yeah. Dream. And she's just like,
2: boo, <laughs> boo, you left
0: your husband, you left your lover. Like
1: that literally changed her life and it was just someone booing. <laughs> okay, so my last take, uh, I didn't have much for the rest of the movie. I was actually just so into it. That might have been the reason. I still don't exactly understand the type of torture Wesley was being put through.
0: They were sucking his life out of through his skin, out of his body. Okay. Like it was a wildly unrealistic <laughs> okay. machine yeah, For the times back then, no way that's working. Right. For today's <laughs> times, no <laughs> way that's you working. Talk so about
1: Well, I just I saw him strapped up and I didn't really pay attention at first to what was happening. I was like, well, have a, they'll cut him, the, I don't know, they'll use some rope shit. You, usually it's something like, something medieval like that. Mm-hmm. But then I just see there's a bunch of tubes on him. You know how, like, when pro athletes get, like, the cup <laughs> treatment? Yeah. I was like, oh, they're just giving him the cup treatment. Super like, hardcore cup treatment. Yeah, they're treat, just yeah. giving him hardcore cup treatment. Like, he's his muscles are probably going to feel awesome after this. But it was quite the opposite, and he was, he actually, he died, but I guess he didn't fully die. So... I guess there, that's a huge difference that Billy Crystal's character emphasizes later on. Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: so Park, I didn't tell you about this, but me and Colin were actually talking about this okay. earlier. We have to decide, between the three of us, which person is Fezzik. That's That answer's easy, that by the way, it's Colin. much me. Um, oh, yeah. And then, who's Wesley and who's Inigo? Oh,
1: I I love Inigo. Okay, I'm going to make my case for why I'm Inigo, Montoya. Oh, wait, can, can we do this? Okay.
0: Whoever says the Inigo Montoya, you killed my father, <laughs> prepare to die. Who <laughs> says it the best? Whoever says it the best okay. between us. Okay. You go first. My name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. I, I fucked up at the beginning.
2: Yeah. God damn it. My turn.
1: My name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Now you must die.
0: See, but he messed up the line. Wait, what is... Wait. It's prepared to die.
1: Oh. Okay. So a little fudge from both of us. I okay. say we make that a Twitter poll.
0: Yeah. 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 Wow. I'll post both design. audios. Yeah.
1: Post both audios and determine
2: it. Because a loser, oh no, they just get to be uh, the gr- <laughs> arguably the
0: greatest character <laughs> ever. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. Which leads us perfectly into <laughs> a great segue. Our king what of the segue. podcast, which feels like we haven't done this in forever. Jeff Goldblum is still reigning. Yeah. But I don't know if that's going to happen. From At his least work for in me, Jurassic Park. I've got Wesley in six. And it's tough to put him in six for me, but throughout the whole movie, he's got the sword play with the steel. Yeah. He's got the strength to overcome Andre the Giant. Yes. Yeah. Andre the Giant. Five hundred. And he's got the the wits, which ultimately wins them the whole... Like, they get into the castle, bring yep. back the uh, Princess Buttercup. And, I don't know, for me, it's just... It was a pretty easy choice, to be honest. One I, I don't, on I one? I didn't even think... It, I thought... No, to be honest. Yeah. Goldblum had a lead in game six. Okay. And the momentum was going his way. Yeah. But just right at the end, Wesley stole it. Yeah. And maybe Goldblum would have won game seven had there been a game seven, but Wesley stole it right at the end of game six. Hit a okay. game winner.
1: Okay, I like that. I have Wesley in a sweep. Whoa. A four-game sweep. Whoa. Now, let me let me express to you what kind of sweep this is. This is a Pacers Cavs first round sweep where every game is overtime or comes down to a LeBron shot at the last second. Wesley has no flaws. He literally does not have a flaw. He You're looks, right. He looks great. He's a genius. He's a he's a genius not only just in life, but also a tactical genius. He can fight with the best of them, whether that be a sword or a guy who has literally 300 pounds on him, just hand-to-hand combat. I don't... How can you beat him in anything? There's not much to do against that. And, like, just exclude the stuff he's actually good at. He's just, like, a good, a witty speaker, and he always knows the right thing to say, and anyone who's talking to him, automatically you see them at a disadvantage.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, he rattled the fuck out of the prince. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. Dude, when he stood up
0: and he said, I have the strength, he just yeah. pointed the sword at him. Yeah. sword. So- Why would you drop the sword? Yeah. The prince did not want any of the smoke. Dude, though. the prince wanted no smoke. Um, We didn't really get into any of the, uh, what's his name, Kurt Rugen. I guess he's not worth mentioning. Let's just... Well,
1: no, I, I disagree. I, at probably like a three-fourths of the way through the movie, I thought that the Montoya... Six Finger Man storyline was like the most intriguing in the whole story. You're right, I, but
0: I thought that was way more Montoya than Rügen.
1: Fair, but you, I was just a lot more curious as to what was going to happen with that storyline because, like, we didn't even know who had six fingers till like half right. the movie. You're right, and then he gets a throwing knife. A meat. Well, oh wait, before I go to the throwing knife scene, the scene in the hallway before the throwing knife scene where. Five guards run at Montoya. Oh, the yeah. way he finessed those guards was some of the coolest yeah. stuff I've ever seen yeah. in my life. And then he runs after him, gets the throwing knife, is somehow able to recover from that and still win. He got
0: stabbed twice more after that, too, by the way. Yeah. In the shoulder.
1: Yeah, and it didn't matter. Yeah. Montoya also in four.
0: I'd say Montoya in seven. Yeah, that was seven. That was seven.
1: <laughs> Yeah, but a healthy Montoya. He was he had a bum ankle. They could
0: co-rain our podcast. Well, way. no, no, no. But, I, I won't have that. I'm yeah, not gonna take it. I don't that. think that's a fair. Three, one lead.
1: Because Montoya literally said that he
0: needed the man in black. He needed Wesley. You're right. You're right. He did. And he absolutely did. But he wouldn't. He wouldn't save him. So true. You true. know what? Um, Colin, what do you got? Anything else? I don't have much else to add. Okay, so that brings us to masterclass. Master my master class disaster class this week yeah 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 well mine go together as okay. as i believe they should oh okay and you're taking <laughs> i'm taking my shots master class and disaster class. i am should taking shots mm. my master class actually i'm gonna start with my disaster class my disaster class this week is jimmy garoppolo 11 for 16 not a bad completion percentage uh 84 yards one interception one busted leg <laughs> uh, <laughs> One high ankle sprain, and my master class this week is Nick Mullins, who might have won himself a job. I have a soft spot for Nick Mullins. Yeah, he went eighteen for twenty five, two hundred thirty eight yards, two touchdowns, and scored twenty unanswered points against the Seahawks. After Jimmy failed to do jack shit against the Seahawks, that's true. That's true. So but yeah, can you rewe? Can, can you whoa.
1: reread Nick Mullins' stat line for me? Eighteen
0: for twenty
2: five. Okay. Two
0: hundred thirty eight yards. Wow! Two touchdowns. That's a mud. I don't, when, I don't know. that on,
2: like the fourth quarter. Two? I don't know when
0: he came in, to be honest.
1: I mean, it, I think he played less of the game than Jimmy G. Yeah. So just to have that now they were down a decent amount at that point, but I I've long said that I don't see that much of a difference in the Niners' offense when Nick Mullins is out there versus when Jimmy G's out there.
0: Nick Mullins' first touchdown came at two oh six left in the game. Okay. Wow. Okay. I mean, I'm sure he had, he was playing for a while because in the fourth quarter, Jarek McKinnon scored a touchdown. I think he came in right at the end of the third ish. Okay. Successful though.
1: Yeah, yeah. I again fully healthy, and value wise,
0: there's not a ton of a difference. Yeah. Okay. Somebody hit their masterclass disaster class. Uh, Colin, why don't you go
2: actually? All right. So my masterclass this week was. Drew Locke's uh, comeback. He yeah. came back down 24-3. Yeah. Broncos are back. And before he came back, I had put my Drew Locke agendas to sleep until next year. Okay. But since he decided to pull that miraculous, whatever that was, that masterpiece <laughs> off, they're now back on and the Broncos are making the playoffs.
0: Yeah, as long I, as they win eight games, I don't care if they make the playoffs. Okay. That I like
1: that. Type.
2: Probably not, but Got a strong feeling they will. That's, That's your like disaster that class. So my disaster class goes along with that game is the Chargers defense. They've blown an NFL record four <laughs> straight games when leading by 16 points or more. Oh, And they God. traded away Desmond King. There's they've just not NFL, much happening.
0: They've lost an NFL record 25 games in the last <laughs> right. year. of, uh, of About 1,000 in my life. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> Anthony Lynn breaking the visor rule. Uh, That was a tough game because Vic Fangio and Anthony Lynn both wear visors. Yeah. So it's like you're coming to a head there. Yeah,
3: that's
1: true.
0: It's like visor hitting visor, and one of them's got a crack. So, And it's always going to be Anthony Lynn, realistically. Realistically.
1: (laughs) It just always happens, whether it's his fault or
2: not, honestly. Yeah. Anything else? Yeah, their defense has been a disaster. They're really tanking my Justin Herbert, like, making the playoff agendas that I wouldn't have started this year, but... They Long-term. could have been happened, happening. Happened, it could have happened. He's playing good in enough, the last, like, that's four wins right there. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's true. I mean, those leads. By the way, leads in the NFL, blowing leads in the NFL doesn't mean as much as it used to.
0: Though. I, I also said, I think, in week five, episode five, leads don't matter.
1: They, Nor, that's fair. Yeah. They really don't. Especially and that's why with,
0: coming back from... Comebacks don't matter either. Yeah, I think... Leads don't matter. I
1: mean, nowadays, a two-possession game is nothing. Yeah. Absolutely nothing. Right, Parker?
0: Uh, yeah, hit it.
1: Oh, boy, I love both of mine this week. It's both things I just need to get off my chest. Uh, my master class is Bill Belichick, avoiding answers directly in his interviews lately. <laughs> so, obviously, Bill Belichick's famous for his interviews. He has been for two decades. He gives as little information as possible. He'll never give you a quotable statement, or at least... He'll never give you a statement that's quotable on its own. You have to turn it into something, or at least Patriots media will, based on how the team's performing. And that has never been more prevalent as right now. There's a lot... The Patriots media's freaking out because we haven't had a team this bad in so long, obviously. Your team
0: sucks. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. So, other instead of, like actually keeping things within reason like, well, we had a lot of players opt out for COVID this year, we had a lot of COVID problems this year. We've had a lot of huge injuries. We didn't have many weapons last year, honestly, for our quarterback, and that's maybe why he left. I don't know. (laughs) So it's really just been an absolute pleasure watching Bill Belichick in his Duffy in post game interviews, avoiding answering questions, especially relating to this bad team. A lot of questions about cap space and roster building and he has just been doing a, doing a ballet dance around it. Uh, my disaster class, the Philadelphia Eagles. They that's beat the us. Yes, that's why. That's why I really like
2: Look it. Actually, they, uh, okay. they beat
1: they beat Danucci and the boys, which doesn't mean much nowadays. But the fact that they are in the worst division of my lifetime and they can't pull away easily ridiculous.
0: Hey, dude, they're pulling away. They're three, four, and one.
1: Anyway, (laughs) especially coming off a Super Bowl win a couple years ago, in which I maybe was Tom Brady's best performance in a Super Bowl ever, threw for 500 yards and three touchdowns, probably was the most sad I ever was to lose a Super Bowl, Uh, especially because I knew Brady. I mean, that cements, cements a goat legacy right there. And Carson Wentz, when something happens like that, where you, you are not the starter for your own team that wins a Super Bowl, you have to come out with so much fire and aggression to prove people wrong. Like, no, I know I wasn't the leader of this team for that, but I can be, and I will be. For example, Jimmy G gets a ring with the Patriots when we beat the Seahawks with the Malcolm Butler interception. He comes back a couple years later as the starter of the Niners, goes to a Super Bowl, plays solid. Now, obviously it doesn't look great right now, and I slandered him a little bit earlier, but at least he came out with kind of that invigoration of, I am not I am the guy, and I need to prove that I can be the guy. And Carson Wentz every week just fails to do that. And it's not just that. I mean, Doug Peterson's a disaster, and their whole team is just a disaster class in itself.
0: Yeah. yeah. I, in it, a disaster class division. It's been a while since I've called for this, but I still want Jalen Hurts. Um, oh, yeah. It, he hasn't been involved in the offense the last few weeks now.
1: He played. I I he completed really... a pass this week. Okay. I will say, okay, one pass.
0: But there was just that one week where he really showed what he can do. Mm. Like he had the twenty yard run, couple completions, and I'm just like, dude, just give him at least put him out there.
1: Yeah, him I would bench. I would bench Carson we... once, if it got bad enough, it and is I think bad it. Enough. it uh, in this division I think they're going to be in 4 in the NFC. Very East. Tr- oh, they would be last place in any other division. Yeah. I mean, they're squeaking out wins against horrible, horrible opponents in their own division. And it's just sad. It is the I would say it's the biggest disaster class in that division. I'm not even kidding because they've they at least have a starting quarterback allegedly. Yeah, because they, they, they allegedly have a starting They're the
0: quarterback. they're the last team in that division that should be good still. I mean, they're they are
2: missing a lot of
1: True, but guys. their whole division is Well, yeah. And they're still barely beating these teams. And they are allegedly a Super Bowl team a couple years ago.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Um, Do we want to move on? Sure. Anything else? No? No, I got Mm -hmm. nothing. Okay. Last segment, trap games.
1: I'll just start it off because I'm continuing from my last one, and I don't love mine. I've just been – I don't have many trap games that have been coming to mind lately, but – I do this about once every three years. I will download one of those Game Boy emulators on my phone and I re-download old Game Boy games. For example, Pokemon. I was a huge Pokemon fan as a kid. And the second I download it, I have to beat it. I have to beat it within a week and a half. So this is such a huge trap game because I actually consider not downloading it. I was like, yeah, we're not going to do it this time. But habits, obviously bring themselves to light per usual i re-downloaded. i i think i put in about four hours since i believe i downloaded it thursday last thursday uh for though for those who don't know when we record it's currently monday night
0: it's actually currently tuesday now well uh <laughs> tuesday
1: morning tuesday yeah. morning okay anyway you get the point. point four full days now you want you say oh that's only an hour a day I was extremely busy with homework this yeah. weekend. So now you open up my week a little bit. <laughs> 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 that thing's gonna eat up my time.
0: Okay. So my trap game this week. And I might get I might get yelled at for this one. Okay. Because it might be the most basic trap game you could ever think of. Okay. Um but I have my reasons. So me and Katie Okay. Are coming up on our three-year anniversary. This congratulations, yeah. Big so, big but congrats. but this past summer-ish, we decided for anniversary, you know, like not Christmas. Basically, we won't do presents, and we'll like save the money to do trips. Right. Okay.
1: So no presents for anniversary or Christmas. No presents for Christmas. Okay. Okay. Basically but none for anniversary.
0: Yeah. yeah. Or I don't I. Don't think birthdays, but that plays into the trap game. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she's sincere about it.
2: Okay. Oh, but, okay. But, you know,
0: it's like...
2: <laughs> yeah, like... You got something, didn't you?
0: No, I didn't. That's why I'm pretty uh, sure she's sincere about it. I'm walking into this Thursday... I'm not saying it's a trap game right now. I'm saying I could be walking into a mad That's This is a really good one. This is a really good
1: one. Let me just... Can I have a suggestion for you? Yeah. What if you bought something day of, took it back if she didn't bring you a gift. Mm-hmm. Now, is that a Something douchey small. thing to buy your girlfriend a gift candy? and then not give it to her? Maybe. But at least you have it on deck as like, hey, I know, you, you can pull, this is such a this is such a baller move. Hey, I know <laughs> we didn't say anything, but I just couldn't help myself. Bam. Yeah,
0: that's a Bam. You
1: pull out a gift. So you could actually gain some huge brownie points for it, but she might also just say, well, we talked about, you know, yeah. not doing that. So, yeah. yeah, this is kind of a backseat driver it's take a tuff, here. Yeah,
0: it's a tough spot to be in because I'm like, I'm pretty sure she's sincere. And, we and I like the idea. To trips. I do I liked, the idea. I do yeah, like. I like trips.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. you don't have to pick stuff
0: out. You're just saving up. We're not sure. good at picking out gifts, anyways. All right, Colin, let's go into your trap games to round, round things out.
2: So I had a NFL trap game initially but it was slandered off uh, the podcast while we were fixing stuff and okay. I came up with a new <laughs> trap game about 30 seconds ago and it's gonna be this year's class for MLB free agency oh. uh, I've been reading that a lot of teams are not gonna spend the money yeah. like the players think they're gonna get mm-hmm. paid and it's only gonna be like the big market like teams that will spend if they do at all yeah. like. Yeah. They just don't know based off like this whole like 60 game season if this is like truly, uh, they can compete at that level again. And they lost a lot of money. Yeah. Like revenue. And that's I what say. baseball is.
0: I think free agency over the next year in general is going to be like for every sport. Oh, right? I think this. Kind of a I think game. over the
2: next five years, yeah, yeah
0: you're right. Gonna be you're right. The NBA could lose a billion dollars. Especially, we're talking. Actually, talk- no, a billion dollars just if they start after Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, they're I mean, projecting a billion dollar wow. loss. Like it's it's because the players want to start on January twenty second or something like. That. I think yeah. it was the thirteenth, maybe. Was it Martin Luther King then? Yeah. What? Well, that no. Eighteenth? Eighteenth or nineteenth? That's the eighteenth.
2: Sure. Yeah. Sure.
0: Eighteenth. Um. Yeah. So they could lose a billion dollars apparently if they start on the eight on the eighteenth instead of Christmas.
1: Wow, I did not hear that, but I do think I agree with you, Colin. Like we already saw Colton Wong get waived by. The Cardinals, mm-hmm. I believe. I believe. Yeah, they cut. they didn't pick up his like
2: player options. So
1: we're already seeing like little, very mid level contracts getting discredited by good organizations and players who've done a lot for that organization. So I think free agency, if anything, the market will just drop an insane amount. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a weird offseason
2: yeah a lot of those guys like that you thought would oh they're like a gritty vet great utility guy they could have been picked up like in the offseason by like a team that needs them they'll get picked up like during the season gonna be a lot of june free agency like oh we just lost our starting third baseman let's just go sign justin turner because he's still available
1: yeah i yeah that's intriguing all good uh congrats. Oh I, yeah. I don't I don't want to do this. I'm going to do it. I'm going to
0: congratulate ahead. myself. Okay. I finished 500 push-ups in one day. I actually finished 500 in like 11 push-ups in one day.
1: The Randy Rosa Arena workout.
0: Yeah, the Randy Rosa Arena Sing it.
1: Aruba, Jamaica, Randy Rosa
0: Reina. Thank you. Um yeah, so it was tough. I'm still a little sore from it. I just cuz it was last night. A
2: little sore. Um, hey, uh, I I did twenty
0: five push ups when I woke up this morning.
2: Okay, aren't you show off? Yeah, hot shit.
0: You know, nobody made it through an hour forty seven of this podcast. By the anyways. way, <laughs> let me let me yeah. just
1: let me just uh, tell everyone this who's still listening. It was he got an extra hour for daylight savings, and that's an asterisk. I'd like to say I finished because, at eight p.m. Uh uh-uh. uh, <laughs> but but you started at midnight yeah oh uh-huh mm. he start. he stayed up and he started at midnight that day so he literally got an extra hour to start
2: thinking what if he finished at like 8 40 or whatever like i mean if i finish before maybe, 11 hey,
0: there's no hey, asterisk yeah. hey
2: <laughs> what a, hey sure whatever do with that information
1: what you'd like but you got an extra hour you got well, an extra hour
0: yeah you all there also is a, technically i guess an asterisk on five of the push-ups because i did them off camera because mm. I did clap push ups for Bobby. And I didn't
1: see your knees for some of them. And Dude, I was that's... like,
0: okay, my, house is, they small. On the my house is small. There's some tough I did. Now, I will say that toward the end, I was like, I was setting up the camera and I was like, my knees aren't in this. I could probably Yeah, do it Yeah, yeah but, yeah. but I did. But I did.
1: Yeah. Um, and I, I was also thinking, because he sent me every single push up on video, and I watched <laughs> every single one. And I was thinking at one point that, like, I was so in my own head about him trying to cheat the, his way out of this that I was imagining him like fake grunting and like looking <laughs> like he's actually stressing about this while his knees are on the ground and it's actually not hurting him at all, which <laughs> made me laugh a lot. But I guess I'll give him. I, I guess I'll give him a little credit, even though Randy Rosarena probably wakes up at like he probably does
0: them all in one sitting.
1: He probably wakes up at like eight a.m. and does them before like six
0: p.m. So realistically, it's. I have one more. I have one more congratulations, and it's to Roger Goodell. Why? Um, he's Why making that? the NFL fun again. Why is that? I saw it. Hey, he got penalized for it, but I forget what tight end it was. Dunked on the goalpost this weekend. Kelsey. Kelsey. Oh yeah, yeah. Kelsey. Kelsey. It was a great dunk after by the, the shovel pass. And also, fights are back. Oh, yeah. Which, you know, it's not always a good Roger for the Goodell NFL, thing. Not, well, not at like, all. Roger involved, Goodell you know? loosening up a little bit. <laughs> letting things happen. He's building a new culture in the area.
1: <laughs> and NFL. that is fighting and dunking on GoPos, which I can, yeah. I can get behind that. <laughs> the fights
0: were great, too. I mean, the Whims yeah, one was just kind of weird i didn't know what yeah do you
1: see happened. him rip his chain yeah, off before chain, that punched was him awesome. in the
0: helmet which i always love to see because i never get why you would ever punch somebody in the it's, helmet. Funny. it's just gonna hurt your hand it's very and then funny. he wound up and did it again the other yeah. guy was just looking at the referee while he punched him yeah um, right and then there was the Judon hit the ref a little bit after the uh Mar- was it humphrey
1: yes i think so
0: yeah after a little marlon humphrey scuffle mm-hmm. um Whoa, man! We made me. it through the whole podcast <laughs> without one mic hit. That's on wow. me. We had no Tinary audio. We had no audio problems right up until that point. <laughs> really? That's why he's Andre the Giant.
2: Yeah, or whatever his name. You got a congratulations? Yeah, I actually do. Um, I just want to congratulate Clemson for the next three ish years on their continued dominance because <laughs> after watching DJ, I'm just gonna call him DJU. Uh, <laughs> They're set to continue their dynasty and their quest for a championship. His arm is unbelievably strong. I'm, I'm like, pumping my fist like Pitbull right yeah, now. He was throwing that, <laughs> it looked like he was throwing that football like 80, 90 miles an hour, and he might be better than Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. so He's a okay. machine. Congrats to Dabo Sweeney for being a great recruiter. He really is. I don't get it
1: because mm. I don't like him. Like, why Would you go to Clemson because of Dabo Sweeney? Let me say that.
0: I don't think I'd go to Clemson.
1: What if you went in a time machine and went back to, like, around when Dabo was hired and, like, he was creating this? Would would he be able to sell you to go there? Because I just don't think – I mean, I think he's, like, near the bottom of the list of college coaches that I'd be like,
0: yeah, this is my guy. No, my I think, honestly, and as a Wisconsin mm-hmm. student, I think it's going to be – I'm going to get some flack for it. But – I think I would go to Michigan. Uh
1: Jim Harbaugh's near my bottom too. The but. Jordan
0: jerseys. True.
1: It just <laughs> but I'm just talking the coach. I'm just talking the coach. Yeah. yeah then I
0: don't know. Yeah. Could,
1: the no, if we're just talking, unicorns, Then I'd probably go to Alabama because Mich- I know I'm gonna go pro. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> Realistically. Okay. My congratulations. It is Naheem Hines. Yeah. Indianapolis Colts running back. He pulled off some Olympic gymnast shit after he scored a, So. He scores an awesome touchdown where he had to spin and dive to the pylon, looks at the ref, ref signals touchdown, immediately goes into a cartwheel mixed in with a backflip. Now, normally it's the cartwheel backflip, and that's impressive enough. No, it was corkscrew Mm -hmm. mid-backflip, and then stuck it, and then he did it again after another touchdown.
0: Didn't quite stick it the second time. He didn't
1: quite stick it the second time, but sticking it the first time is all I need. If you stick it the
2: first time... He's tearing an ACL, dude. (laughs) Yeah, probably. probably. We've had way too many ACL tears. Next time he does it, he's going to do it in the Meadowlands. Yeah, we've had way
0: too many ACL tears this season to be risking them on gymnast shit. (laughs) Right,
2: yeah,
1: but I was so entranced with it that I watched it like eight more times, and I need to see more of that, honestly, but less ACLs, so I don't know.
0: That's all we got? Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, well, we made it through, everyone. Um, Hopefully this doesn't absolutely suck. Hopefully that we got everything we needed to get to right um audio will be better next week even though I think it's pretty damn good new mics yeah new mics we got new hacked. audio board might be getting a new new audio board um we got hacked don't buy an off-brand one and keep your servers safe that's all I gotta say thank you thank you everybody and thank you to Colin Jordan thank you